can show you later. Just kidding. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to episode 14 of the Vols Deep podcast. We're excited to be with you this morning. How about that brand new intro? It's pretty sweet. Fairview Union playing the song. Luke and Corbin and myself and Spanky digging a goalpost out of the Tennessee River. You know, it's episode 14, and it's only 14 days away until it's football time in Tennessee. It even feels like football time outside right now. Eric Berry days away. Uh, that's slick as it gets. Dylan Sieber Photography hooked us up with the ultimate intro video. Um, and, of course, the intro song by Fairview Union is top-notch as well. Um, got Corbin with me. Got the spur with me. How y'all doing this morning? Doing great for a Saturday morning. Like, like Corbin just said, the coolness is in the air this morning, and football season's right around the corner. I actually woke up this morning on time. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> High school football last night, uh, college football next weekend. Um, no huge games in, in college football, but it's week zero, and, and it's college football. Um, Tennessee football is closing in on single digits. Any high school games that y'all want to talk about in the, in the area? Well, you know, locally, you know, you had the big rivalry between Waltberg and Cofield, and Cofield's winning streak continues. They beat Waltberg 48-12. to 12. Uh, I'm the public address announcer for my <laughs> local hometown team, Sunbright. They, uh, they had a big tragedy in their hometown just – this past week, a football player was uh, tragically killed in an automobile accident. They done a memorial to him. But uh, some Knoxville teams looked really good. Catholic won. Uh, Webb won. Uh, Alcoa beat Ravenwood, which is a, a huge Middle Tennessee team. Uh, Maribel looked great. So uh, high school football is alive and well in Tennessee. Yeah, well, I, had, I had fun listening to it and stuff last night. Um, excited to be here. Excited to do another episode. We have a lot to talk about today in the Tennessee sports world. Uh, today, we're live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, uh, hopefully Instagram, not TikTok. Still can't get that working. Uh, first things first, we have giveaways. Uh, today's the day that we're going to give away a pair of Tennessee versus Virginia football tickets, season opener, Nissan Stadium in Nashville. All you had to do was sign up for the volunteer club under my referral. We're going to draw that winner towards the end of the show. If you win, remember... Corbin and I drew the ticket. Take one of us with you. <laughs> uh, Corbin's sitting with me. I know that. Yeah, I'll be sitting with Luke over here. But yeah. I've got my ticket, but I'm way up high. Maybe them prices will come down before the <laughs> before the uh, end. There is still plenty of tickets available, mm -hmm. so uh, if you want to see the Vols in action, Nashville might be your best option. It's probably the cheapest option, honestly. Absolutely. Um, the way everything's looking. 28-point favorite right now, too. Yeah, it's going to be a fun time. Take that. <laughs> uh, also, we're going to do another giveaway, the typical trivia question giveaway for our live shows. We're going to give away a $25 Illumina Hall gift card, some MLB baseball cards, old-school Tennessee football cards, and some decals. You don't want to miss that giveaway either for today. Um, 
AP poll for this season is out. We got real in-depth on the coaches' coaches poll on the last episode. Now we've got the AP poll out. Um, we'll dive into that a little bit. Um, we're going to talk about ESPN. They have some preseason lists out, and I want to touch on them. Uh, one is their top 100-player list in college football, and the next is ESPN's top 10 playoff contenders. That one's pretty pretty wild, in my opinion. Um, pretty inaccurate, too. Yeah, pretty inaccurate. Uh, Peyton Manning news. What, does, what doesn't Peyton Manning uh, do these days? Pretty cool information regarding the sheriff. We have some Tennessee ticket. I guess sales info. The duel. Corbin has been without his belt for what three three weeks. Still uh, the most combined days champion in you, history. You want to touch it again? You want to touch it? I'll get it back it? later. Don't you worry. Just bring it. We'll see uh, how you, um, our listeners, are going to vote on the duel coming up. Uh, we have start bench cut. We have Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other. We have our popular segment, the Jersey Countdown. And again, don't forget our, our giveaway. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with our recap. Thank you to the Fairview Union for providing the music for our podcast. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's the Vile Daddy. I want to give a big shout-out to the Fairview Union. Great musicians, local people. Chad's from my hometown. They were gracious enough to let us use their music for our podcast. Make sure you check them out. They're huge Tennessee fans. You won't be disappointed. Let's hear them play. back welcome back to episode 14 of the vols deep podcast we hope everybody is enjoying their their saturday morning and starting it off the right way by listening to the the vols deep professionals ain't that right corbin dang right a lot to talk about we're live on just about every platform possible let's start off our recap by talking about some really good news um if you already have tickets and probably bad news if you don't already have tickets to neyland stadium this fall uh, Tennessee sold out most of the games already. Um, no surprise here. UTSA, uh, we, we talked about that one being a big game, um, underrated game. That's sold out. We've hopped UTSA uh, up since the first episode, I think. Very good team. Very good quality team. And it's in, a, it's in a scary point of our schedule as well, right between Florida and South Carolina. So I don't think Josh Heifel's going to overlook them by any stretch of the imagination. We'll be, we'll be ready to play. I agree. I, it, like it, it's possible it could be one of them games that, that scare you, but I think we're going to be all right. Um, Tennessee is also sold out against South Carolina. This one's going to be wild. Be one of the hottest tickets in town in a long time. But South Carolina's probably going to have Alabama prices, if I had to guess. Yeah, I, ho- I hope I hope they get a night game for that one too. That'd be awesome. Um, Tennessee announces a sellout crowd also against Texas A and M. Be another solid, solid game in Knoxville. Uh, and, of course, Georgia is a sellout, a possible game of the year. The remaining games that have not sold out yet are Austin P. Um, 
which is the Tennessee home opener. We've got UConn, which is homecoming, and then Vanderbilt at the end of the season, which will be senior day. I have no doubt that all these games are going to sell out. Yeah, if you, if you haven't got your tickets yet to be in Neyland Stadium, now's the time. You don't want to wait till day of the game because even though there will be some available on the secondary market, you're going to pay a premium for those. Even for Austin P, the ticket prices are going to be pretty high. You know, I was actually, speaking of Vanderbilt, I was on ESPN.com yesterday looking at the uh, upcoming list of scheduled games for the whole week zero and week one. And uh, everybody was like, the lowest ticket you could find was like $25. That was for like UTEP's game, except there was one team that was Vanderbilt, and they was going for $7. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that those end zone tickets where the stadium's not even built yet? Uh, oh, yeah, I did see that. That is That looks so bad. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, what? They'd be seven days away, and their end zones look horrible. They got to take seats out to make them look full. Yeah, that's that's the plan. <laughs> um, but, yeah, last year there we there was only one game that we didn't sell out, and that was Ball State, and that was the Thursday, Thursday night game. And I think there was still 90-something thousand there. So, yeah, I, th- I think that every game is going to sell out for sure this year. It's a good problem to have if you're a – Tennessee administration. Yeah, I hate it for a lot of fans that don't get to go because of ticket prices, because they're so high. Uh, but kind of the, the price of, of being good um, in a way. I know 96% um, of season ticket holders renewed their seats this year. So it's just incredible. A uh, sellout for season tickets is massive. Uh, me and Corbin kind of talked about it last night. I think we're going to get to the point where there's a wait list about like there is with the baseball team. That's how it used to be with a lot of NASCAR races back in the day. Had to be on a wait list for like years to get in. Right. Uh, with success comes uh, these, I guess, effects of success. Uh, you know, however, if you've never been to Neyland Stadium, you owe it to yourself to get there at least one time. Uh, it's an experience unlike any other. You know, yeah, you hear all the time, I can sit at home and watch my game on a 70-inch TV, but you're inside Neyland Stadium, you're not just – Watching a game, you're feeling the game. You're you're part of the game, and I I truly believe that the crowd has an effect on outcomes of, of certain games. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind we affected the Alabama game last year. A hundred percent. Yeah, uh, I can't. I seen an actual post the other day about all the like the pre-snap penalties and stuff like that. So yeah, it definitely um, it definitely affects it. Um, I think. I think UT is starting to kind of weed out the the big time scalpers too, which I I mean I understand nothing against scalpers, but um, I understand the reasoning behind it. I mean, they're just trying to give fans you know a chance to not pay the kind of money the scalpers are asking. You know, double the price, and the university's not even making that money. And we're in a digital age now, so you know it, it's it's a product of, of using Ticketmaster or StubHub. You're always going to have secondary market tickets as as long as the uh, laws allow for it to be that way. And it's good and bad. I miss the days, though, already of having an actual ticket in your hand. Oh, I do, too. Because I mean, I've still got every ticket, I've everything I've ever been to. Luke's got a big poster on his, on the Vols Deep man cave in here. It's, it's all his tickets from several years, and uh, I look at it every time I'm in this room. So, uh, yeah, I, I wish there was a way that, that they could do, even if it's just commemorative tickets per game. Still use digital barcodes and get in that way, but have that commemorative ticket option. 
Yeah, before season or just send something to the season. You know, they need to send something to the season right. ticket holders. Even if they put it in the vault shop itself for a game and, and sell them, I, anytime I'm in the stadium, I'd probably buy a ticket stub to that game. Yeah. That's kind of what they did for the, the Music City Bowl. Yep. Um, and, you know, I bought one of them just, just I don't know. To I'm me trying to forget about that game. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot I like to forget about. Um, but, you know, somebody's got to pay for, for all these stadium upgrades and facility upgrades and – Price, price to wins high. Um, on the next subject, let's talk about the sheriff. Let's talk about Peyton Manning. Um, in the fall of 2023, Ten- Tennessee will be, uh, I guess, hiring Peyton Manning to, to be a professor there. Uh, one of the most nationally recognized sports figures of all time, Super Bowl champion, media personality, entrepreneur, commentator, actor. I, <laughs> I mean, what, what does he not do? Uh, so communications and information is what he'll be involved with. The same subject he obtained his degree in 1997. Um, imagine Peyton Manning as, as your professor. Imagine being able to use that as a recruiting tool. Yeah, but Tennessee's gonna get busted in like three years. Like all the all the students in that class are just offensive players, and he's <laughs> 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 he's just like coaching them. I uh, waited while I'm getting first the other day when I got the notification on my phone. I, I thought it said, oh, he's coming back to be a, like a coach in a position. And I like driving down the road, and I about wrecked off the road. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't kid yourself. Uh, uh, Peyton Manning's always going to be all involved with University of Tennessee. So it's great to see him, uh, you know, passing along some knowledge. Yeah, some way, somehow, he's going to be involved. Um, yeah, I would. I was like looking up like – how much it costs to go there? Like, that'd be that'd be awesome. It would be. Uh, Tennessee injuries so far that we know of. Um, first off, and in, in my opinion, and probably your off too, the most important is Cooper Mays. Um, I don't know if we'd really say it was like an injury, but basically he had a, a cleanup type surgery, probably like scar tissue or, or something like that. No exact details. Uh, they don't really give them out, which is understandable. But I would I would guess his knee since he's had a, a knee surgery before, but expected two to three weeks recovery time. We'll see if he's ready for Virginia. Um, I kind of think it might be Florida before we see Cooper. Uh, you know, we all want to see him in the lineup, but if 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 he's ready to play at Virginia, would it be a big deal if we uh, kept him out at least another week or so to let that knee or whatever it is heal a little bit more? Yeah, maybe just like give him time, maybe you know, just give yeah. him reps and so. maybe he maybe he can dress be on the sidelines and if needed go in for a play or so. But why why risk further injury if, if the game's in hand? You know, we 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 still got to play the game. Yeah, I mean you got Addison Nichols. I mean, yeah. you know Parker Ball, and I mean there's plenty of death is something we've been missing for a long time, and we have it now. So these injuries may not be as significant as it could have been in years past. It's better to get this taken care of now than middle of the season Absolutely. whenever we got some big games going on. Right, 100%. The, the next on the list is Tyree Weatherby. Uh, he's been injured as, and is, is not expected to be back this season. Again, unsure of the extent of that injury as well. The coaches like to keep this type of stuff private. You can't blame them, you know. Um, That's it. But Tyree's highly touted defensive lineman, a true freshman, Hate this kind of news. Hate this kind of news, but wish well for for Weathersby, and uh, he could redshirt this year and still be a freshman next year. And uh, again, uh, just having some depth on the defensive line is a nice thing to have. 
Yeah. Um, also, Deshaun Bishop. I'm sure m- most yeah, people's heard of Deshaun Bishop, two-time Tennessee Mr. Football winner from Carnes. Um, seen kind of different reports on this. I've seen that they're saying he's going to be out for the season, and I've also seen just like two months. Um, either way, more than likely wouldn't see – I mean, he, he would probably get some reps against some teams, but you probably wouldn't see a whole lot of him this year anyway with the, the three or four that's in front of him. But I think Deshaun is, is super underrated. He looked amazing in the spring. And, yeah, just, just prayers for a, another quick recovery time. Um, yesterday, cornerback Kamal Haddon and defensive lineman Elijah Simmons were out for practice because of injuries. So, hate to hear that. Uh, especially, like, cornerback, we are, we're deep there as well, but we still don't want to start a trend. Yeah, but, you know, sometimes no news may be good news and – and, you know, you get held out of practice for multiple reasons. And let's just hope that this isn't anything significant and they're back on the playing field very quick. I mean, this is going to happen. We are just starting spring practice footballs in just a couple weeks. I'm not surprised that some people are going to get injured before the season starts. So, Yeah, it sucks. Um, but every team does. You know, every team's hurt. You know, I mean, it's football, man. Uh, but I really had it for Elijah Simmons because every year he's just – and it's nothing against him, but it's just every year he's just talked so hyped up, and then every year he's hurt in, in fall camp. Um, so I hate it for him. Uh, anyway, Morgan Wallen news. I, I threw this on there kind of last minute, but he says uh, his goal is to not only play at Neyland Stadium, but he wants to sell it out. Um, do you think he could sell out Neyland Stadium? Today, yes, I believe he could. Yeah, he's he's, he's that popular in, in East Tennessee for sure. Matter of fact, I've I've heard several people say they'd love to see oh, I would. in Neyland Stadium. It, yeah, it would be it would be great. I think. Um, I know Kenny had what like sixty something. Yeah. For his, I just, I just Garf did. was pretty much sold out. Was it? Yep. Do you like the idea of having concerts in Neyland? Love the idea of you having do? concerts in Neyland. I, I love the idea of having anything in Neyland. I'll just be honest. Just just walking in that place, it doesn't matter what it's for. Empty, full. It's it's home away from home for me. It don't bother me. I'm kind of weird about it, though. I don't know why. It's like sacred. Just keep it for, I don't know. <laughs> it don't bother me, but I don't know. It's, it's all it's always weird when something that different happens in a yeah. football stadium. When basketball arenas, everything happens in there. Yeah. And then you think about a football, and it's like a whole different category over here. Like, you don't touch that place. And, yeah, as long as it doesn't affect our playing surface. Let me, let me reiterate that, you know. If it's going to have a negative effect on the grounds at Neyland Stadium, then then no. Yeah, do it in the off season. I tell you what, when I was on that field last year after we beat Alabama, I was trying to get me some grass off the field. Whoever does that grass does a dang good job. <laughs> it was like digging in concrete, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. Whoever, not, not saying I dug into the grass, but I may have took a piece of grass with me. At least you wasn't like that one lady that had – man, she like snuck in like a pair of cutters and everything. Like she's cutting squares out the end zone. <laughs> Ripping up I, did, I did not sell my grass on eBay. <laughs> but concerts are eventually going to happen. I guess it's just kind of weird for the thought of it. But, I mean, especially when they expand to that Neyland Thompson it's gonna be incredible. city. You know, yeah, it's going to – yeah, that's going to be a, a big venue. You know, we, we just talked about the field. Uh, I happened to walk out on the field just last week, and uh, the grass looks incredible. It was very green. It was soft, which I guess it's – not been played on much yet, but 
But whoever does the grounds keeping at Neyland Stadium does a tremendous job. Yeah, it's man, like like Cofield's last night. It looked great, you know. So it, just a lot of respect to them people that that dedicate. Of course, obviously they're they're getting paid, but um, I don't know. I've always just liked the way that community kind of comes together and, and does stuff for for the fields and stuff. Um, all right, we have some awesome giveaways coming your way soon. We're giving away Tennessee versus Virginia football tickets. The season opener at Nissan Stadium in Nashville, four rows from the field. Uh, we had a ton of people enter that giveaway, and we'll draw that winner today. We're also going to give away a $25 gift card from Alumni Hall, MLB baseball cards, vintage Tennessee football cards, and some decals. We have our first main talking point of the day next. We're going to talk about the new preseason AP poll for college football. Stick with us. Please share this out uh, to your friends. Give us some likes. We'll be right back after this message. Big Orange Concrete Pumping. They can accommodate any residential or commercial concrete project that you may have in mind. They have one of the biggest line pumps in the state. They take a lot of pride in their work and they're waiting on your phone call today. Their number is 865-371-3367. Whether you're pumping noise in Neyland or pumping concrete, make sure you roll with the Big Orange. That's Big Orange Concrete Pumping, 865-371-3367. And we're back. Next, we've got our first main talking point of the day. Going to hit the comment box real quick. James says, good morning, fellas, from Facebook. Good morning, James. Good morning. Kimberly says, good morning, from Facebook. Only 14 days until it's football time in Tennessee. Go Big Orange. Uh, Chris Johnson says, best experience ever. I'm guessing Chris is talking about Neyland Stadium. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Kimberly on Facebook says, nothing like being in Neyland. Logan Moore says, tailgate lot A, Nissan Stadium, 8 a.m., Saturday, September 2nd. That's our invite that we got last time as well. Yeah, he and needs to like send us that uh, like through a message because I'll forget <laughs> where he's at by then. Yeah, <laughs> we need to write it down. Uh, Nugs on YouTube, what's up, man? How you doing? He says, "Good thing that Florida, the Florida fan, ain't here." Uh, I'm sure he'll. I'm sure he'll come in he's, here in a minute. He's he's probably refereeing you football this morning. He's creeping on the uh, Facebook stream. Oh, was he? Uh, yeah. Where you at, Robin? Don't be shy. Monica on YouTube says, good morning, good morning, Monica. Tim on Facebook says, good morning, good morning, Tim. Um, that's all the ones I see on my end. I'm not sure if there's any more on, on your all's end popping up. But first main talking point of the day presented by Taylor Jones with Big Orange Concrete Pumping. Uh, he's been doing this type of work for a long time. He has one of the biggest line pumps in the state, so make sure to reach out to Big Orange Concrete Pumping for any of your concrete needs. Uh, last week, we got Vols deep into the preseason coaches poll. Uh, let's do that here with the AP poll, uh, preseason poll as well. I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but we must go over it for what we do. Uh, a different approach here, we can, we can just kind of go through them in fives and just whatever kind of stands out to you in that group we can, we can talk about. Um, number 25, Iowa. 24, Tulane, 23, Texas A&M, 22, Ole Miss, and 21, North Carolina. Uh, North Carolina has a pretty tough schedule to start the season out, and uh, they got South Carolina, 
at South Carolina, Appalachian State, and Minnesota. And Pittsburgh. Dang. That's four big games towards the season for North Carolina. I, I don't see him being ranked past uh, four weeks in. You don't think so? No, I don't see it happening. They got one of the nation's best returning quarterbacks. So, uh, I like North Carolina in the top 25. I like North Carolina maybe even slightly higher than 21. So, we're we're going to disagree on that one just a little bit. I've been through this North Carolina several times. Yeah, we, we have heard it before. I, I, I'm on the Drake May train, I am, too. I am too. Um, now North Car- I, I do agree with Corbin about the, the same North Carolina stuff, but – I don't know. They got a good coach, and, and Drake May is really, really good. I think he's he's one of the top Heisman favorites, too, I believe. That being said, you know, as we go through these lists, you'll see a lot of teams that's pretty much regulars in the top 25. It makes you wonder how much is more of name recognition than anything else, at least to start the season. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure how I feel about Iowa, really. Um, good defense, but you have to score have that's, to score points. That was my exact point was Iowa. Yeah, They're uh, always in that top 25, it seems like, no matter what. I hope they can be successful. I don't. I don't dislike Iowa, um, but yeah, I don't. I don't really. My, I don't really. You know, disagree with anything else here. I think it's a good spot for all of them. I think North Carolina can finish higher. I'd like to see Tulane end up at the end of the year being better than absolutely. Um, Tulane's okay. known for that defense they got. Who Tulane? Oh yeah, yeah. I like Tulane. Course, I like, I like teams like Tulane that. lost a, a great running back this year. He's actually playing for the Titans now. Spears, he looked really good in the preseason. Um, we'll hit the next five. 20, we've got Oklahoma. 19, Wisconsin. 18, Oregon State. 17, TCU. And 16, Kansas State. Thoughts on these five? Oregon State's uh, interesting. Uh, they do have Clemson's old quarterback, uh, DJ uh Ukulele, yeah. <laughs> ukulele. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know TCU making the playoffs last year, dropping all the way down to 17. That has to be the I – mean, making it to the championship game, that has to be the biggest drop-off for a, a team ever. I think it is. I think I saw where it may be the biggest drop-off. They did lose a lot, though. They lost a lot, but still have a hell of a coach, and they'll have them back uh, right in contention again. Oklahoma's pretty funny to me here, in my opinion. Uh, I don't think they really – They got them – we'll come with another thing with Oklahoma later, but, yeah. It's just odd seeing them that far back to start the season. You, you're accustomed to seeing Oklahoma at least in the top 12. Yeah, yeah. It's Again, just name recognition, though. Wisconsin's kind of low. You think they're low? Well, I mean, I don't think they're low. I think it's just usually Wisconsin starts out like ranked 8th or 9th or 10th every year. Did, did – did you just give me a hint on a dual answer? I think you did. I think anyway. personally, I don't. I don't dislike Wisconsin. I wish them well. I, I like to see Wisconsin do good, but I think they might have a little too much hype this year. Personally, I think they've always got too much hype. I, when, when's the last time? I'm just going to ask a question. When's the last time that Wisconsin has been, you know, right there at the end? I, I can't. I can't seem to remember. They're always talked about. Uh, it's about. Five or six years ago, they was really good. All they had to do was win, like, one game, mm-hmm. and they would have been right there to the Big Ten yeah. Championship, and they, as always, crapped the bed. Mm-hmm. I mean, great, great fan base and stuff oh, like yeah. that, but, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just, I don't know, they're just, this one of them teams you're going to have to prove it to, mm-hmm. I mean. Got to prove it to everybody. Yeah. Okay, number 15, we've got Oregon, 14, Utah, 13, Corbin's favorite, the Fighting Irish <laughs> from Notre Dame. 
12, we've got Tennessee. And 11, we've got Texas. What's your thoughts on these five? Well, we'll save the one we want to talk about for last, I guess. Yep. Oregon's got Bo Nix back for like his 29th year in college football. How old is that guy now? <laughs> like Bobby Boucher, yeah. baby. It seems like we've talked about Bo Nix for, I'll say this, for 10 uh, years. Utah, if Utah, they got Florida at home and then they got to go to Baylor. If they can beat both them game uh, teams, I think you're looking at Utah could contend for maybe a playoff spot in the Pac-12 and go to playoffs. Yeah, Oregon is kind of whatever they're all. They're one of the teams that just kind of always be. I think I do. I think Utah um, is a lot better than 14. I think they're going to be better than. I agree with I agree with Utah being better than 14. However, they are a little bit uncertainty at their quarterback position right now. Uh, they're going to have a new starting quarterback at least to start the season. And uh, that that first game against Florida is going to tell us a whole lot it's about both. Bo- of those yeah, teams. both. Yeah, like, like last year, whenever Florida was right there, you know, I was like, "Man, Florida's supposed to be down." So, of course, outside of the Tennessee Virginia game, that Florida Utah game is the one that I've got circled to to pay close attention to. I don't think Texas belongs at eleven. Um, yeah. I, I don't. I don't think that. Um, I don't think Notre Dame belongs in top twenty-five. No, I, no. I don't. I mean, they were ready to fire that coach and and just you know start it completely over, and then he finishes kind of strong, and then everybody's over. <laughs> they're back. They got this big big bandwagon following, not so much around East Tennessee, but uh, in other places. And Sam Hartman is a is a quality quarterback transferred. It's at Notre Dame now, but again, I like you. I think they're overrated. Overrated. Heck. They play. They play a tough competition. Sam Houston State University is a tough team. <laughs> Ball State in Georgia. Uh, Tennessee thoughts at number twelve. Motivation. Yep. Motivation. Yeah, I'm kind of good with like that area, you know. Like, but at the same time, the the people in front of us is is what. No, Tennessee. You know. uh, we we talked about it with Wisconsin. Tennessee's got to prove themselves. Year in and year out, especially with the the level of competition that we're going to play. Yeah, I think this kind of shows that they're that the media kind of doubts Joe, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that fact. I like the fact that they're that they're still overlooking Joe Milton. And I do too. It just kind of gives you, like Corbin said, the motivation. Just all right, we got a little something to prove, you know. And last year we wasn't even on this on this poll, so um, it's always better to play from behind than in yep. front of you. Um. Number 10, we've got Washington. Number 9, Clemson. 8, Florida State. 7, Penn State. 6, USC. Thoughts on these five? I'm okay with 3 to 5. I don't see how you put Clemson above Tennessee after what happened in the Orange Bowl. I agree. USC, I've preached them on here the past few weeks. I'm a big believer in Caleb Williams and USC this year. I don't think – I know y'all are about U.S. I don't think they belong. I just really don't. Um, I don't know. They're just going to have to prove it to me. Uh, I, I, just, I hate them. I, mean, I hate them too. Uh, I hate them. That's why I didn't mention anything about them because they're they're always right there at the end and returning Caleb Williams and the Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'll we'll see. I don't I know last year he was running for his life and stuff, so we'll see what they what they do. Um maybe get some more knuckle tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like Penn State. Uh I think it might it could be just a touch too high though. Kind of the same with Washington. Uh I think Florida State is kind of ridiculous to hop around Florida State. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah, it, it is one hundred percent. They've not really done. It. They want them back so bad they can't stand it. And yeah. media um, darlings, you know, it's. And I don't mind Florida. State. I don't. I mean, I'm not a fan, but I don't hate them either. Like it's, it's kind of whatever. It's almost as if, if Florida Gators are down, Florida State must be up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they've got to have. Yeah, got to have somebody down there and. I'm su- I'm surprised they don't have like Miami in there. That's what I was about to say. Uh, Miami's <laughs> Honestly, not out in the top twenty-five. Yeah. All this hype on Miami. Oh, Miami's gonna be back this year, and of course, where's Miami? <laughs> I like Penn State. Um, I, I kind of pull for Penn State. Honestly, you know, most games, but um, I think they might just be a touch. touch. We'll see. I hope they're not. Um, but yeah, Clemson at nine to me is ridiculous. Tennis. Like if this is the if this is ten through six, then Tennessee should be in the top ten. Tennessee's yep. better than uh better than Clemson. Better than Washington. I think definitely better Absolutely. than Washington. I don't think Florida State's done anything to <laughs> to you know, they've got some good players, but they they've not done anything to Now how early does uh, Texas play Alabama this year? Is it is it game ooh it's I I'd have to look it up. Last year was it game one or game two? I don't remember. I think it's game one because I was actually at my buddy's house watching, and normally I'd be at the Tennessee game. So it had to yeah, be week one. Yeah, I was watching it here because we played on Thursday night. Texas got, yeah, Texas got a, a big screw job, in my opinion. Okay, five through one. Five, you've got LSU. Four, you've got Alabama. Three, you've got Ohio State. Two, Michigan. And one, Georgia. Thoughts on five to one? Kind of surprising. Alabama's put it forward. That's uh, is that the lowest Alabama started on AP poll in a long time? Yeah, I'm surprised they're not at one. <laughs> they're still too high. You think so? Uh, yeah, I said it last week in the in the duel. I don't think Alabama finishes in the top eight. I don't have like huge problem with this, but I, I would say Tennessee belongs in over LSU. And to answer the question a minute ago, Alabama plays Texas week two. Week two. Yeah, that would be a that's one to mark right there. I'm, it was I'm the excited. day we played Pittsburgh because I didn't go to the Pittsburgh game last year. Yeah, yeah, it was the same day. It was it was before we played Pittsburgh. I think I think it was a noon game or something. I believe something like it was leading into Tennessee game. Um, so I think Tennessee belongs in over Alabama too. Uh, I agree. Uh, Alabama huge. I mean, if you like break down the rosters, Alabama's got better. You know more more stars beside the athletes, but they lost a lot, man. And Bryce Young, I don't think Alabama wins. They might win nine, eight, nine without without Bryce Young. Well, here's here's gonna be a scary comment. Tennessee has a better coach than Alabama now. I think I'm, I, I would I would In agree. The new day and I age. would agree. The new day and age. Um. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not fully. That's not taking much away from Nick Saban. I'm not the greatest fu- of all time. I'm not fully on like Nick Saban, just like gonna be pushing a, a walker out there in a couple, you know, a couple <laughs> weeks. But I, I mean, he's losing his edge. You can say what you want to, and it happens to everybody. Um, That's why he hates this new day and age of he, NIL college football. Complaining about NIL, complaining about 
I mean, he said Tennessee's offense was unsafe for defenses. Like, come on, man. Everybody can do what he's been doing for the past 20 years just legally now. I was scared. The players were scared. Like, come on. That's, I, I, look, I look for Nick Saban to kind of end up being like the John Calipari of football now. You know, it's kind of right. One time was, yeah. was probably the best coach in college basketball. And then his last few years, it's just not – and I can't wait to see it. That's the same thing that happens to Nick Saban. I do believe Nick Saban's the greatest coach in the history of college football. Absolutely. There's, it's, there's no doubt. How, how can you deny it? I'm going to roll with General on that one. I think if really? he didn't go to war for two different times, I think, and yeah, okay. I think them numbers would be – I got some, I got some good Alabama jokes for you all later, too. I threw some Alabama jokes in Florida, Alabama, Georgia. Oh, let's hear it. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun to see how these, these polls shift in, in weeks one to two. I'm going to hit the comment box real fast. Let's see. Kelsey off uh, YouTube says, y'all getting me ready for football on Saturday morning. Good morning, Kelsey. Appreciate all your comments and, and likes and all that good stuff. Bradley on Facebook says, good morning. Go Big Orange from Fort Myers. Good morning, Bradley. Hey, thanks for listening all the way down there in Gatorland. Yeah, fly, fly big Tennessee flag down there. Uh, Tim says, Joe Milton is going to be a baller. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. Chris on Facebook says he agrees that USC is always overrated. That they are. All right. That was our first main talking point of the day presented by our friend Taylor Jones at Big Orange Concrete Pumping. Stick with us after our commercials. We'll play Start Bench Cut. Uh, later, we've got some giveaways. Hit that like button for us. Share this out to your friends. We'll be right back. Since July of 2021, our student-athletes have capitalized on so many NIL opportunities that have been presented to them. Those opportunities exist because of the power of Ball Nation. When you combine the most passionate fan base in the country with the city of Knoxville and our great state, you create the nation's number one NIL destination for student-athletes. There's no better place for our players to build their brands than right here at Tennessee. I encourage all of you to support and donate to Spire Sports and Our Lady Ball Booster Collective. These collectives are here to serve our student athletes the right way in our community. To get involved, please scan this QR code now. It's been an incredible fall for our program and we are just scratching the surface of what we can accomplish. Let's all do our part to ensure that Tennessee continues to lead the way in name, image, and likeness. Go Big Orange! He said, and that's why they we're good now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was uh, <laughs> you, got, you got me messed up now. Uh, welcome back to episode Tell, 14. Telling stories in our Tell, break. Telling stories on mute. Uh, we are live from the Vols Deep Man Cave. We hope you're having a great Saturday morning. We're live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, hopefully Instagram, not TikTok. Uh, share this out. Hit the like button. We truly appreciate it. Next, we have start, bench, cut. How this works is I'm going to give a question. We have to rank our answers in order from first to last. Start being one, cut being last. Y'all ready for start, bench, cut? Let's do it. All right. Each of these teams are considered college football playoff dark horses, according to 247 Sports. Start, bench, cut. Uh, who is, who's your order for the college football playoff dark horses? Texas A&M, Oklahoma, Washington. I'll let you start off, Spud. Only because of scheduling and process of elimination, I'm going to start Washington. I think their road to the playoff is easier than the other two. 
That being said, I'm going to bench Oklahoma for the exact same reason, and I'm going to cut Texas A&M. I just think that they're they're looking at three losses on their schedule at least, one being to Tennessee. I got the same exact order. Uh, Texas A&M, like I've said, Jimbo is going to be gone. I've got the same order too. So that's uh, that's yeah. I think the the easiest start is Washington. I still don't think they make it. Um, kind of a toss up between Oklahoma and Texas A&M, but. Like Spurs said, I'm going to roll with the kind of the who has the easiest path. That's definitely not uh, Jimbo. <laughs> I'll say this. The Pac-12 looks better than the Big Ten does. I, I don't disagree right now. There's, uh, yeah, the, the, the Pac-6 or whatever they are right now. Pac-6, Pac yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're holding on by the threads, baby. Uh, all right, question two. This week in 1977, the king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley. Love Elvis, man. Uh, he passed away. Start bench cut these Elvis songs. Jailhouse Rock, Love Me Tender, American Trilogy. Go ahead, Corbin. I'll let you do this one. Well, I'm going to start Jailhouse Rock, and I'm going to have to cut the others because Spanky's going to hate me, and a lot of people is going to hate on me, but I don't know any other Elvis Presley songs. You're going to have to start Googling. Well, <laughs> do some research there, Corbin. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I also start Jailhouse Rock. It's... One of the most iconic Elvis songs, and I've used it many times in, in for the Ice Bears DJing. It's a good penalty song on your way to the penalty box, Jailhouse Rock. So I've used that one many times. Love Me Tender, I've played it a lot in a lot of weddings, and I'm going to bench that one, so I'll cut an American Trilogy. Oh, man. I know it. I'm starting American Trilogy. There it is. Chill Bumps. Now, now the live version is better than the, you know, the studio version. If you look up Elvis Presley, American Trilogy, Madison Square Garden. Oh, man. They don't get no better than that. Uh, I wonder if Spank's listening. He'll be be all fired up. Going to bench Love Me Tender. Good love song. And I'm going to cut Jailhouse Rock. Great song. To me, though, like, I like the mid to late Elvis. Right. You know, Jailhouse Rock just reminds me of just young, young Elvis, which I, I like. You know, but while we're talking about Elvis, I had to give a shout out to a, a good friend of mine, Mr. Jim Miller. He come to the fairgrounds in Morgan County and does a fantastic Elvis impersonation. So really? I had no idea. I have to check I have to check that out one time. Yeah. Uh Chris from Facebook says he agrees, American trilogy. Landon off uh YouTube says Elvis is the goat. Hey, what's up, Landon? That's an Arkansas fan. I think me and him exchanged some funny, funny comments the other day surely uh chris says he loves it off facebook all right start bench cut question three the official madden 24 rankings are out these players are ranked 99 overall start bench cut these players in real life aaron donald justin jefferson travis kelsey that is one tough question to answer so i've done the best that i could with this and my start is going to be Travis Kelsey, because I think he is perhaps one of the greatest tight ends that's ever played the game, uh, arguably. Him, maybe Gronkowski's right on that same level in his prime. So I'm starting Travis Kelsey. I'm going to bench Aaron Donald. He's dominant on that on that defensive line. And I'm cutting Justin Jefferson, even though I think he's probably wide receiver one in the NFL this year. Uh, I think we've had many wide receiver ones. I'm going to start Travis Kelsey. I love Travis Kelsey. I think he's one of the best in the NFL. 
Have you seen that video of him when the ref throws a flag at him? He turns around and throws his his towel back at him. Yeah, that's great stuff. hilarious, man. He gets ejected, but that's yeah. funny. Sorry, that, that just cracks me up. I'm going to uh, bench Justin Jefferson. I like Justin Jefferson, great wide receiver. And I'll have to cut Aaron Donald. Did you see where Aaron Donald got in a fight a couple days ago? I did. They had that Rams Raiders joint practice, uh, first play of practice. He was over there like fighting. Was, that, was it a Raiders player or his own teammate? I reckon it's a Raiders player. Okay, that would be a mistake because there is a lot of like teammate fighting too going on right now. So I've got the same order as Spur. Um, Travis Kelsey is just unreal, consistent, solid. Aaron Donald, um, I'd hate playing against him. I definitely hate fighting him. Uh, but you know where he is at all times. Mm-hmm. You know, um, especially especially on Madden, I'm always like <laughs> mm-hmm. adding some protection or something over there. I'm I love Justin Jefferson, but gonna have to cut him. Um, suck sucks to put somebody like this on the bench, but but <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, question four of start bench cut: Who wins this Sunday at Watkins Glen? Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, Martin Truex. Corbin, you're the NASCAR uh, expert. Go right ahead, buddy. Uh, start Chase Elliott. He's I put this on there just for Corbin. Yeah. He's, he's the king of Watkins Glen. Uh, who else we got? Oh, Truex, bench him. He's a great road course racer. He could always win. He's very strong right now. And cut Kyle Lawson. He's been kind of cold. He ain't won since April, and he's not a road course racer at all. What's funny is I have the exact same order, and I've done, done a little bit of NASCAR research. Uh, Corbin, correct me if I'm wrong, doesn't Chase Elliott need to win to get into the playoffs? He does. If he doesn't win this week or next week, he is not going to make it in the playoffs, but this is going to be his best week and opportunity. Yeah, this is his opportunity because he is a, a road course expert, so to speak. So I definitely start Chase Elliott. Uh, uh, you know, NASCAR, he's he's one of their stars and, and merchandise sellers anyway, so the, the powers that be in NASCAR is going to want to see him win as well. Uh, Martin Truex Jr. has won numerous road course races, so he's my bench. And just like you said, Kyle Larson, I haven't heard the name much mentioned this year, so he's my cut. People's uh, acting like he's like a, a terrible driver now. See, I know a little Larson. bit about NASCAR. Larson, and uh, he's won like the second most races in the past like five years combined. Everybody's like, well, he's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start. Chase Elliott, just a lot of pressure on him to to get this done the next two weeks. Um, I'm going to bench Truex, and then I'm going to cut Larson. So we all have the same order there as well. All right, last question for start bench cut. Uh, when is the last time Tennessee football has had this much optimism in the preseason? Last year, 2022, um, or 2016, or 2005? I was trying to think. This one was hard. This could be, this this could be personal, you know, just personal feelings. Or yeah, personal feelings. Uh, I, I start 2016, I think. Uh, I'm having to dig back because there's been some terrible memories between now and, now and then. But I was pretty hyped up there for, you know, I believe it's Butch Jones days. Uh, we're going to talk about one of those players here in a little bit. Uh, I'm going to bench 2022. Uh, I was very excited leading into to last year, and uh, it just got better and better as the season went on. And uh, I'm cutting 2005. I'm going to start uh, 2022. Just, Are you? Just, just out of the way of 
I remember last season going into it, I was talking all this crap to everybody, like, oh, we're, we're going to be good, we're going to be great, and everybody's like, it's going to be same old, same old, Tennessee, it's going gonna, gonna to lose, you go six and six, you won't even make a bowl game probably, yeah. you know, people just always, the way they are, and, uh, but 2016, I'll, I'll bench it, I remember, I had about the same feeling for 2016 going in as I did 2022, about the same feeling, and we had a great year in 2016. And 2005, I'll cut it because I was, I was probably just in the second grade. I don't know. 2016, man, you beat Florida, you beat Georgia, and you still lose the East. Uh, but I'm starting 2016 as well. You had Dobbs, <coughs> you had Hurd, you had Jennings, you had Derek Barnett, you had Marquez Callaway, Josh Malone, John Kelly, you had Mosley, you had Jalen Reeves-Maben, you had Alvin Kamara. You've had Rashad Galden, the Wolf Brothers, Corey Vereen, Batuli, Evan Berry, Josh Smith, Cam Sutton, Todd Kelly Jr. Man, what a loaded Could, could what a loaded you imagine roster. having that with his coaching staff? Imagine Josh Hopple. Oh, with, my yeah. gosh. <coughs> I would just like to see him with yeah. Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Um, Seems like it was just yesterday when he had that whole team. Yeah, it's hard to believe it's been eight years already. Yeah, then Butch Lyle Jones have to has to – has to really put a nail in a coffin for us that he year. He had a few bricks that year, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, then I'm gonna I'm gonna bench 2022. Sto I was stoked after the 21 season. I mean, just so many highlights, so many bright spots in in 2021. And the Music City Bowl left, left a bad taste yeah. in your mouth, and you just wanted more. You could yeah, you could just see. I don't know. You could just see the potential. I guess um, that year, 2005. I was like 12. Um, as a kid, or that whole, I guess, age for me, I was excited every year. Like, it, I had no idea what was going on. You know, like the, the inside or whatever. But every year, man, we was going all the way. And so, yeah, yeah. That, that's the only reason I'm going to I'm gonna have to cut just age purposes, I guess. Way to make me feel old there, Luke. Ricky Wayne with a good comment on Facebook. Ricky Wayne. Uh, what's it? Douglas on, on YouTube, he says 2016 as well would be his start. Ricky Wayne. On Facebook, what's up, man? I'm actually about to use your cup for something here in a little bit. Uh, I'll bench any team that Butch Jones <laughs> coached. They had a good 2016 despite him. 100%, man. Hey. That, that roster was loaded. But, but, at, Butch, that, but at, that time, at that time, we was all on board with Butch Jones. At Let's 20, be honest about it. Yeah, I, man, I was – I mean, yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't as on board as I am with Hop, but right. I was I was, yeah. I was, was all about his little uh, gimmicks yeah, and stuff, his, you know. Butch could, Butch could recruit. It's just whenever he said we was the champions of life, that was a nail on his coffin that day. Yep. Champions of life. Champions of life. Uh, okay. When he said that we have five-star. Five, might be like three-star <laughs> record, but we got five-star hearts. Oh, my God. Man, I discipline. <laughs> like, man. That made the number one biggest blooper of the 2010s ever That's on ESPN. That and then the, the whole trash can junk. Like, everybody's got the chains and wrestling belts they put <laughs> on them. We're like – Dunking balls and try. Like, well, what do you mean wrestling belts? I mean, I mean, I got one right here. But yeah, but <laughs> man, it wasn't even like a good trash can either. It's like the cheap. It was like an old person trying to be hip. Let's be honest. Uh, before we hit um, commercial, Landon on on YouTube asked, "Who's y'all's least favorite coach?" Do you mean in, in like now or now Tennessee? You talking or? about Tennessee? Yeah, you talking about just overall, um, just Tennessee coach or? Uh, Douglas on YouTube 
says 2016 uh, teams still have a lot of players in the NFL. Just shows you how bad of a job Butch Jones did of coaching. 100%. I mean, we didn't even use Alvin Kamara until Jalen Hurt, you know. Yeah. Like he, he quits the team or whatever, and then that's when everyone's like, oh, well, we got Alvin Kamara. And then he just destroys Texas A&M. I mean, he yeah. – then he's going to the NFL and becomes the top That's, NFL yeah. running back. But it's also, you know, that 2016 year, we Butch we could recruit. A, I'll give you my he he could recruit. Um, oh, but we we faced a brutal schedule that year and injuries did pile up. But the still, he had to go. James on Facebook says, "What's up? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Loving all your your pictures and uh, your videos on the band and stuff like that. Hope your family's doing well, uh, Landon." Ask on YouTube the Tennessee coaches who's our least favorite. I gotta go, Jeremy Pruitt. Oh God, least favorite, least favorite, least favorite. <laughs> God, for what he done, Jeremy Pruitt. But I was not a Dooley fan at all. I couldn't stand Derek Dooley. But both but, of yeah. them are doofuses. The both of them. I just see Jeremy Pruitt, and I've seen with that that net gator that's supposed to be around his mouth, and he's got it like over top of his head, and like this part showing. That's literally what I was thinking. Like that, of every time somebody says Jeremy name. Pruitt, that's what. And I, at least Dooley seems somewhat personable. Uh, Pruitt just seemed like a, a just a jerk. I, I didn't like anything about Jeremy Pruitt. Well, he's a PE coach now. Yeah, PE coach, coach back with his dad. I think his mom is like a teacher there too. I so. mean, I bought a pair of those Derek Dooley pants at one time. So I like the big orange pants. Oh, he could score. He could score points if. But I mean, we we'd score sixty and get beat by sixty-one. Could, could you know, stop anybody. But yeah, <laughs> and then the LSU game that really done it for me. And we had like thirteen players on the field. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, oh yeah. Marty on Facebook says go Vols, go Vols, go Vols. Marty. Uh, Kelsey says Pruitt all day on YouTube as well. All right, we're going to be right back. We have our second main talking point of the day presented by Trident Hydro Clean. We're live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Share this out with your friends. Big giveaway coming out next. Or soon, I shouldn't say next. Trident Hydro Clean, your exterior home cleaning professionals, house, roof, driveway, concrete, gutters, and much more. Trident Hydro Clean, 865 865- 363-8815. They've been in business for five years and they have a five-star Google rating and a five-star Facebook rating. Call Jacob today. Give your house, driveway, and or patio the care it deserves. 100% satisfaction guarantee. See the difference between a professional and an amateur cleaning. That's 865-363-8815. And we're back. We've got our second main talking point of the day presented by Trident Hydro Clean. Jacob Haney, uh, thank you for sponsoring this segment. Um, ESPN announced their top 10 playoff contenders. I'll go down this list, and you all feel free to chime in whenever you want. Let us know in the comments what you think as well. Ohio State Buckeyes. This is no particular order, just, just random assortment. Uh, Ohio State, uh, yeah, they'll be in contention for it. They always are. And it's going to be them or Michigan, one or the other, if not both in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm good with it. I got the same same notes wrote down as well. It's going to be them or Michigan, and I don't think both's going to make it this year like last mm-hmm. year. Next on the list, Georgia Bulldogs. 
until someone proves them proves it wrong, the Georgia's gonna be right there. Yep. Yeah, can't argue it. Can't uh, argue it. I do think they're gonna take a. I think they're gonna take a step back, but I'm good with it. We, you we, can't. You can't not put them in on. You know the list right we now. We said it last week. Georgia does not three-peat this year. Yeah, hundred percent. That ain't happening. Seventy-five years, probably. <laughs> uh, number three on the list: Alabama Crimson Tide. Alabama's going to the Orange Bowl this year. They're not going to the playoffs. Alabama. Uh, yeah, they're going to compete for it. Uh, them and Auburn be a good game. Yeah, I don't. Them and th- Texas be a good game. Yeah, be a really good game. I'm, I, I, I'm gonna give you a hot take. I think Texas knocks them off early. I, I'm it's good at, with it. It's at Texas, ain't it? No, it's, no, at, it's, at, it's Alabama. at Alabama. Yep, it sure is. But I think Texas gets it done. I really do. Um, for the ones just joining, we're talking about ESPN's top ten playoff contenders. Number four on the list, the Texas Longhorns. Once they beat Alabama, that puts them in playoff contention. And if they can go through their schedule unscathed, then, then they actually have a chance, believe it or not. Yeah, like you said, uh, Alabama's going to be their big key. Like they, If they can beat Alabama, their schedule is not too bad being in the Big 12. So they have, they, they'd have Oklahoma, which is the Red Wave rivalry. So. Do they play TCU this year? Do play TCU? I, I, have, I'm sure. I have no idea. Um, I've got no one. I mean, I do think – when win or if they beat Alabama, I think that <coughs> that they're going to be talked about a lot. But I don't think preseason they belong in the top ten, um, personally. But number five on the list, Michigan Wolverines. This is Harbaugh's make or break year, I believe. Think so? I, I think so. You know, the the hype is there yet again. And how many times could Michigan go through what they've been going through and not make the playoffs? So it's it's twenty twenty three or bust for Harbaugh. Yeah, I agree with that statement because uh, they can be put in a situation where it's like Wisconsin and Penn State, like always there, just can't get there. Yeah, Michigan, I don't really have any issues. I believe, like we said a minute ago, it's going to be either them or Ohio State, but, I mean, they belong in the top ten. I think yeah, it's sure. going to be one of the two. Um, then we got USC Trojans. I know where you're all going to stand on this one. Oh, yeah. Can we just skip them? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Caleb Williams, returning Heisman Trophy candidate. Uh, the Pack Six should it be the top ten, perhaps? I think uh, it's going to be tough for USC. I, do, I believe they deserve to be on there for sure. I think Utah and Washington are going to be some tough opponents for them. I'm going to give you a no. I'm going to give you a hell no. Overrated. Hate Lincoln <laughs> Riley. Hate USC. Get them out of my top ten. Uh, then we got Clemson Tigers. Only because they're the playing in a weak ACC. It's the only reason why I give them a chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, I looked at their schedule the other day, and it is bad. Like, they play nobody, like, all year long. So they can, like, cakewalk if they want to. Their toughest games are, are Florida State and South Carolina. That's it. That's it. That's yeah. North Carolina, maybe. North Carolina, yeah. If they're playing well. But the West is like Duke and Virginia, and you got like, I don't even know. I don't consider Florida State that good, so. Yeah, because of their division, I think this is okay. Like like Spurs said, but I don't think they're going to make the top four. I don't think they're going to make – I think they kind of finished like they did last year. Yeah, I agree. Um, We've seen how they ended up for them. Yeah. <laughs> for the ones just joining, we're talking about ESPN's top ten playoff contenders going into the preseason. Next, we've got the LSU Tigers. I look for LSU to win the West. 
Uh, I think they're going to be above Alabama. I uh, think it's going to be the playoffs yet again. I don't think they win the West. I think they'd be really good, but I don't see them competing for no playoffs at all. I, I would like to see them win it over Bama. I, they're just one of them teams that kind of slip up, in my opinion. Well, not not one of them teams. I think Kelly is one of them coaches <laughs> can't that slip that up. Either. I can't. I can't speak for for their past because they've been really good. Um, but they do belong in the top ten. Uh, let's be honest. SEC teams are um, are the safest bets here, yeah. and uh, LSU. Um, you've got the the Bulldogs and then Alabama and Tennessee. I mean, that's going to be your safest safest bets in the SEC. Um, Notre Dame, Fighting Irish. Yeah, they deserve it. You think? <laughs> you know why they deserve it? Why do they deserve it, Corbin? Because ESPN's going to be up their ass all year long, and they're going to be beating Sam Houston State and University of Texas El Paso and like. Uh, Hampton University or Navy or Army or somebody like that. So, Rome. yeah, they, they just, just cakewalk and just walk into the playoffs. I think they open up with, like, Roan State, I think. Do they? Uh, yeah. Dang. At home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just know uh, all the IRO emojis uh, that you can that you can type. They're, they're, they're so overhyped. Anno- so annoying, man. Uh, yeah. Overhyped. Uh, if you're a Notre Dame fan, I'm, I'm sorry, but. They've not been relevant in a while, in my opinion. I would give them credit if they was in an actual conference. Yeah. You know, but whenever you play nobodies all year and you just schedule these little teams and you play like, oh, two good teams all year, like join a conference. They're going to have to join somebody. I think they're going to have to do something. Yeah. They've joined the ACC in basketball. Join them in football as well. I'd I'd be okay with Notre Dame and the ACC. Bring them to the ACC. (laughs) They don't want that. Yeah, they were crucifying this team for 75% of the year last year, and then now they're just all about them because they finished kind of strong. Because they got to transfer quarterback. Um, and then the last on the list, Oklahoma Sooners. No. 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 I don't, I don't see it yet. I don't, I don't see either. it yet. Another, bi- another media bias, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I agree. One of them teams, they just have to keep uh, – you know. Relevant, I guess, is the yeah. Get them out of my top ten. So, so thoughts overall on on this list? It's not a bad list. Like this is probably going to be your contenders, but they did leave Tennessee off the list. It, it gives us stuff to talk about. You know, we're we're so hyped up for football this year that just just having these lists gives us it talking points it. and makes things interesting. See see how well ESPN can predict the future. Yeah, um, it, it's not like god awful or nothing, but just a lot of media bias, in my opinion. Um, but like you said, this this don't really matter. I mean, it's just kind of like a just a something to kind of go by. You know, it, it's going to be fun to see see where this list ends up at. We well, got to remember also they throw some of these names in there just to get you talking, cause uh, the more you talk, oh yeah, like, the more attention they get. Oh yeah, got to get the comments, ratings, ratings, yeah. I'm uh, going to hit comments before we go to our next little talking point here. Uh, Tim on Facebook says, Michigan makes makes it to the playoffs this year. Clemson is a no. I can't stand Clemson. I agree with you, Tim. I think Michigan, I think they're going to beat Ohio State for three years in a row. Uh, After for so long. Yeah, I think I think they're going to do it. And I, I, agree with them on the Clem- I agree on the Clemson talk, too. See, Clemson, I used to, whenever they, they first started getting, I didn't mind them that much, but 
if you break down the recruiting areas and stuff, they really take a lot from Tennessee. Like they pull a lot of the, all the kids that Tennessee used to get. They're you know they was getting. I don't know about now, but you know, uh, Dennis on YouTube says don't sleep on Duke uh, to possibly beat Clemson. Duke was a nine win team last year and returned quite a bit. I would gladly pull for Duke uh, to, he to is beat Clemson. Duke yeah. had a great year yeah. last year. They sure did, and. and uh, former Tennessee offensive coordinator and should have been the next head coach. Dave Cutcliffe kind of put him back on the map, in he my did. opinion. Um, Landon on uh, uh, YouTube says he thinks LSU is overrated this year. I would – I don't know. I, I think they are a little bit. I think they've got they've got to prove some stuff. I thought LSU was overrated last year, and we proved that. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm not a Bond Kelly fan. So. I wish I wish the SEC was set up where the best two teams go, not the yeah. one out of each, because we would have been there. We would have been in Atlanta last year. It will be soon enough. But Landon, like I said, he's an Arkansas fan. I will say this, man. Arkansas is one of them teams out of the West that I pull for. Unless, like, it's a weird circumstance, I usually pull for Arkansas to beat anybody. Um, and then Dennis says Notre, on YouTube says Notre Dame with Sam Hartman will shock some people. They won't make a playoff, but a 9-10 to 10 win team. I do agree with that. They'll probably win – Nine, nine, ten games probably. Yeah. yeah. But um, and Ricky Jones, you know, mentions that Notre Dame has that contract with NBC, and yeah. that's probably why they're not joining the conference because they get all that TV money. That's and a, I understand that's a that, very good point. Yeah, it is. Uh, they got a new thing. Uh, they done it, I think, once last year. Uh, they're putting some games exclusive this year of Notre Dame on Peacock. Are and, they? And uh, I th- I don't know if they're gonna do it this year, but I think they are. They make you pay five dollars to watch the Notre Dame game, kind of like a pay-per-view. On top of the regular subscription? Yes. That's the day, That's the way. Pay $5 to watch them play Roan State? On that, cock. And that's not a good thing either because that's uh, kind of the way television is going. Yeah. Uh, Landon also says on YouTube, surprised that Texas A&M is not up there because uh, they always have them overrated. Do agree with them there. They're yeah. all about some, some Jimbo. Uh, Chris off Facebook says, uh, go Bama. Ah, uh, forget him. <laughs> Roll on, on over, Chris Ballard. Uh, That's my golf buddy, by the way. Chris Chris is a great oh, guy. Okay. So I, thank you for joining us on the podcast, buddy. Either way, I was uh, going to agree with what you said. Uh, Kimberly off Facebook said, what do you all think about ESPN's statement that Joe Milton is the number one most important player to the college football playoff? Wow. That's I mean, I think uh, – I mean, I, I don't know about number one, but they're definitely right. He's, you know, he's um, certainly number one to Tennessee. He, he's a priority. Um, I mean, you got to you got to match some somewhat of what uh, Hooker did last year. Now, I think I don't think he's going to have as much pressure on him as Hooker did because I think we've got depth in certain spots that we didn't have it last year. You know, especially defensively. So a lot of people forget too that Joe Milton has zero interceptions. Josh Hobble said he's not through interception. Since you know, and something else that we haven't talked, we talked about Joe Milton. Like in practice, he's not through yeah. any. We talked about Joe Milton's arm a lot. Joe Milton might be a better runner than Hinton Hooker is, and we have not mentioned his uh his legs at all. But as long as he gets the confidence to do it, I think. Yep. Um, like, of course, you can't bring up past or whatever. But like in twenty twenty one, like a little B DB would come up and he would man, just like man, man just, just lower down because you're gonna you're gonna truck him. Um, the top ESPN has also announced their top 10 100 college football players entering 2023. Man, imagine trying to make this list, that'd be hard. Um, but the top 10 
are uh, number one, Caleb Williams, USC. Two, Brock Bowers, Georgia. Can't argue that. Uh, three, Marvin Harrison, Jr., Ohio State. Four, Harold Perkins, Jr., LSU. Five, Drake May, North Carolina. Six, Michael Penix, Jr., Washington. Seven, Blake Corum, Michigan. Eight, Jordan Travis, Florida State. Nine, Jared Verse, Florida State. Man, why didn't he go to the NFL? And then 10, you've got uh, Michael Williams to Georgia. I'm not going to go through all 100. But Joe was on this list at number 76. Is this too low, too high, or about right for Joe Milton? Way too low, and I love it because of that. Way too low. He's the only Tennessee player on the list, too. Hang on. He is the only Tennessee player in the yeah. top 100. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Milton's the Milton's only, like you all said, only Tennessee player to make this list. Top 100 is tough. Oh, you're basically like taking every team in college football and combining yeah, it into uh, one team. How do you, how do, you do that? Um, I mean? I'm glad Joe made the list, and I really think that this is about right for him just because he, he still has a lot to prove. You know what I mean? Like the hype's huge, but yeah. he's still got to put it all together. And um, I'm, I'm excited for Joe. And I think when the season's over, we'll see Joe in the top 20 of this list. Uh, I mean, at, I, at I could agree. If the he, final – when the final top hundred comes out, Joe Milton's gonna be in the top twenty. If he stays healthy and and everything, I could I could definitely see that. I do think a Tennessee wide receiver belongs on this list. I, would. I also think Aaron Beasley belongs on the I list. I got I got Aaron Beasley wrote down as well. <laughs> I think uh, he's definitely one of the best linebackers in the country. And I mean, you could go with Brew or or Ramel or uh, of course Dante ain't shown anything yet, but he's gonna be special. Uh, Maybe even Squirrel. I mean, Squirrel put up some big numbers against Clemson. Um, all right, let's have a little bit of fun with this one, and we're gonna need, um, we're gonna need some help in, in the comments here. Here as we go, uh, we've talked about this before, mainly me and Corbin. But next week starts uh, our college football pick'em. So week zero, we might as well just go ahead and get started. Um, have we decided yet? Like. Uh, and we can vote on it or whatever, but the loser has to do something. The loser of the pick'em has to do something. So, this sounds like video segments. Are somewhere. we gonna, gonna are, do vignettes. are we gonna do this on a weekly basis, like the loser of each week? Or Are we gonna do this like grand finale, the end of end of the year? As long as you don't put me in the hospital, just about like Tommy's podcast did with that one chip challenge. I'm not eating anything too hot. <laughs> And Spanky says he's not eating anything too hot, so I guess we're gonna have to rule the rule the hot stuff out. Um, so what do y'all think? Just like each week, somebody's got to do something, or do you want to do it at the, at the like the overall record at the end? Somebody has to do something. No, let's make it fun. Let's let's make it a weekly segment. Yeah, a weekly segment. Yeah, we'll let the fans uh, come up with the, yeah, we'll, the the listeners. They can come up with what we do. Like we'll make a post, or you can comment and just do, do a poll. Yeah. Get some fan interaction. All right, so we've got weekly. And then are you wanting to do like a the loser really has to do something at the end, like big like bigger than the weeklies? Like uh, the overall yeah. loser? How about this? I'll, I'll put I'll put my money where my mouth is. The loser has to donate a hundred dollars to their charity of choice. Okay. We could do that. I ain't losing, so I'm the greatest of all time. I think Spanky's losing. <laughs> well, 
Yeah. Sorry, Savank. I think you go ahead and start saving saving your quarters up. That's just that's a, a suggestion, you know, a, a donation on behalf of the Vols Deep Podcast to to a, to a local charity. I think would be a good thing. Yeah, uh, week to week would definitely be more entertaining and yeah. make for for good content. Um, I'm up for what? Yeah, so well, we can do that. Um, but we'll just put. We need to come up with, I guess, or add up the total amount of weeks that you know through playoffs and and all that stuff. We're we gonna do bowl games and everything, or yeah, uh, Luke, I, I run a, a, a pickums myself uh, with me and my friends, and we do the entire uh, we do the entire bowl games. Every one of them counts as one week. Yeah, we can we can do that. Yeah, we can. Uh, mine's mine's set up. I do five high school, five college, and five NFL games a week. Yeah, we could we can figure that out, and then uh, we'll have to just figure out how many punishments that we're gonna have to put in that hat, and oh then boy. I think each each, uh, each and we could, you know, just each week the loser draws it out, and we have to go do it. We've we've had some pretty good recommendations. Uh, Dalton Roberts said the waffle Waffle House uh, challenge. What Can't the remember the he's gonna have to let me know, but basically you got to be at Waffle House for twenty four hours. But for each pancake, or no, is it each waffle? Each waffle. Yeah, I don't have pancakes there. Each waffle that you eat, you get an hour knocked off of that time. <laughs> I think I could put down 24 waffles, uh, yeah. especially if I'm drinking. Uh, <laughs> you can't drink at Waffle House. I, I don't think they really care what you do at Waffle <laughs> they don't, House. They don't care what you do at Waffle House. Uh, so we've had that. Eating hot stuff, I guess we'll knock that off the list since we've got unwilling people. Uh, we also have one to jump in the Tennessee River. Well, we've kind of already, already did that. Corbin can't that, swim. We found that out. But it was going to suck if it's December or something, and that that I, that I like gets the pulled. Idea. That's, that's fun. Okay, jump how, in Tennessee. How, how about this, Luke? How about the loser has to do a punishment or make a donation to a, a charity each week? They to get out of their punishment. Oh, uh, to make get a out of there. Okay. Okay, we could. Do, what's the what's the donation amount? Let's just let's just let's do small. Like twenty five or something. Like twenty five dollars okay. to to a charity. We can do that. I think Spanky's going to be donating a bunch. Let me hit the comment box here and get some. Let's see here. Mark on Facebook says, "Good morning to all. Go Gators. Love you, Justin." Hey, uh, it's Avery. Chris on Facebook says he loves us. Uh, Chris Ballard, uh, Chris Johnson on Facebook says, "Get out of here with that." Uh, Mark Avery says, "Great video, chomp chomp." You all have a great panel. James Fair on Facebook says, "Ice bath challenge." That's pretty good. I'll write that one down. Yeah, I'll Ice bath challenge. Ice bath, one. yeah. That's a good Banana one. mayonnaise sandwich. Says I'll eat that. Yeah. A what? Banana mayo sandwich. Kimberly says weekly. That's Dillard Hart Jr. right there, isn't it? Yeah. Well, what's yeah. up, Jamie? I appreciate you being so nice to us on had, on had YouTube. T- had two people throw that out. Yep. Banana and mayonnaise. I'm allergic to bananas, so I have to I have to donate. I guess. We'll, we'll come. We'll do Oreos and pickle juice for you. Oh yeah. Which is really good, by the way. Banana mayo sandwich. All right. We'll talk about these punishments off the air as well, and we'll come up with something. And ja- Jamie on YouTube says, "Pierce your nipples." Yeah. Don't know about all that. <laughs> I still got to get a tattoo, and, and you know I'm going to Oxblood tattoo to get my tattoo, Luke. We can do a live show that when you're doing it. That'd let's be do, cool. let's do it. I'm, I'm game. That'd be cool. My nipples are so small. I don't even know if you could pierce a dang thing. Oh, we can get we can get something <laughs> in there. Uh, James says each week ice bath challenge, then grand finality charity donation. I like that, James. 
Chris Johnson says with pepper. Uh, <laughs> with pepper. <laughs> All right, let me figure out where we're at here. Um, yeah, the what are you all thinking about, like dyeing your hair orange, like not permanent, but like stuff stays in there like two days, three days. Uh, unfortunately, I'll, I'll have to donate because unfortunately my work won't allow hair. me to do that, so. I had to be careful as to so what I could do with my. They wouldn't like you coming in there like orange beard and. No, as much <laughs> as I'd love to, I don't. I can't. I can't do that. Uh, dance on the street corner for thirty minutes. I'll do that. If you get me drunk <laughs> enough, I'll do it. We do it every Saturday in Neyland we'll anyway. Big, we'll take that big JBL boombox and go to them somewhere on Kingston Pike. And just M- maybe drop us off in the middle of Georgia in our UT checkered overalls. I don't want to die. Make us. Make us. Make us hitchhike in like three miles in Georgia with our checkered overalls while someone watches. Uh, this one That'd says, <laughs> hold the door open like a door greeter for an hour at a random store. I like That's it. a good one. I like that's, uh, a, that's funny right be, there. That'd be pretty funny. Write that down. That's funny. Uh, walk backwards throughout like the store while you're shopping like the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> they, they only seen some of the crap that myself and my buddies Ryan and Josh did at the Orange Bowl. We've done this just for fun. Uh, lunch on the loser. That one's a pretty good one. Um, this one, embarrassing social media post. Whatever. <laughs> be pretty, pretty funny. Uh, all right. So, also, we're going to be doing uh, a Vols Deep Fantasy League. Not the type of fantasy that Corbin usually does, but Spur, uh, uh, Corbin, y'all probably manage or – together or whatever help yep. manage that so if y'all want to be do y'all want to do m- got, m- y'all want to do money involved or i've got five slots available for the fantasy league right now okay nfl fantasy yep i'll let you manage it so look, I, look, if you're interested in, in run a join our fantasy league look me up on facebook and we'll come up with guidelines and stuff we'll probably do a draft early uh not this week, but early next week before the season starts. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, message us or, or something if you wanna if you're interested in fantasy football. Are you wanting to do? Is there is it money or is it just we'll, for fun? We'll, we'll discuss okay. with the people that want to join. We okay. may we get a trophy made. We we may Ball get we trophy. may get a uh, a belt made. Luke. That'd, that'd be cool. We definitely have to do money then. Yeah. Just the just the. Um, I think a Madden tournament would be cool too. Y'all Madden play, tournament. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Um, Mark, oh, so James says embarrassing things in public. Uh, let's see. Mark says he'll be the DJ for the, I guess the uh, the dance party that for the street. Uh, got a couple people say they want in on fantasy. Dennis on YouTube and and James on Facebook. And uh, yeah, so we'll be we'll be right back. Uh, we got the duel after this message. We'll see if uh, we'll see if. Can hold on to that. Like hold on to that out. belt. Oh, it's ten pounds of gold here. This is probably the most entertaining part of the of the episode. So, yeah, we'll be right back after this commercial. Uh, y'all stick with us. Share this out if you don't care. Megan's Cleaning Services is here to meet all of your home cleaning needs, from a basic clean to a deep clean, from a one-time clean to a bi-weekly clean. Megan's Cleaning Service is here for you. We provide residential, commercial, and rental cleanings for the best prices. Serving Knox, Anderson, Scott, Roan, and Morgan counties, give me a like on my Facebook page, 
My phone number is 423-539-7266. Again, that's Megan's Cleaning Services at 423-539-7266. Thank you. All right, and we're back. Next, we've got The Duel. The Duel is presented by Premier Excavation. Travis and Tori Duncan, thank you all very much for sponsoring this segment. Um, so we've got the Spur, the, what's this, two-week champion? That's right, two weeks. And we've got Corbin. Days. Corbin was the former how-many-day champion? 63 days, and I'm about to get that dang thing back. Keyword, former. Uh, basically... These two are going to battle it out over a few tough questions. Uh, the winner gets bragging rights in that belt. How we've done this the last two episodes is going to make it three now. You all vote. We've got five questions. Whoever you all think answered the questions the best, who you agree with more, make sure you vote in the comments. Let us know, and then that is going to determine our winner. Question number one, who do you want to go first since you're champion? You want to take it or you want to? Ask the question. We'll Ask the question first? Okay. All right, give me two teams who were not in the ESPN top ten uh, chances to make the college football list who you think can make the college football playoff. Listen, Corbin and I is going to agree on one. One of them is Tennessee. He's going to agree with that. I'm going to agree with that. So let's skip that part and just go straight to the other team. It's going to be the Utah Utes. Utah, Utah has a fantastic opportunity to make the playoffs. They're playing in that weak pack six division. Uh, they're going to get by USC. I think Kevin Williams is going to be completely overrated this year. He's he's a Heisman, Heisman Trophy winner that's got nasty words printed on his knuckles. He's not going to make it through the year. Uh, Utah is going to get by Florida week one, and they're going to be right there at the end. And I like Utah Utes to make the playoffs. How about old Penn State? They're going to come in this Penn year. State. Penn they're, State. They're already in the top ten. They said outside the top ten. Read the question. They ain't in the top ten. They're in the top. No, they're not. You talk about the ESPN top ten. Yeah, the ESPN yeah. top. Ah, uh, okay, okay. I'll, I'll give you that then. Pay attention, pal. Oh uh, yeah, they're in the top ten in the in the polls. Yeah, Penn State. Uh, the they're in the weaker part of the Big Ten, and uh, Ohio State, Michigan. They're in the same division, uh-huh. and whoever wins that game is going to go to the Big Ten championship, and Penn State's going to go to the Big Ten championship. And Penn State's going to have a hell of a year. You watch and see, and they're going to end up beating either Michigan or Ohio State and going to the college football playoff. That that wouldn't upset me one bit. Wouldn't no, I would, I would love to see that. I'd love to see that, yeah. They got a hell of a fan base. I'll give them credit. Like, I like Penn State. But let's go ahead and talk about the other one since, since it's two. Is your second one Tennessee just like mine is? Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. Tennessee is going to beat Alabama. Tennessee is going to beat Florida. Tennessee is going to beat Georgia and be in the SEC championship game for a shot at going to the college football playoffs. And we're going to be right there. And South Carolina. Don't forget that. Ah, South Carolina. That, that's that's overlooked. Uh, yeah. 24 points. <laughs> All right. Question number two. Does Tennessee have two 1,000-yard receivers this year or two 1,000-yard rushers this year? Which one's more likely? Receivers. It's so hard to get yards yeah. rushing nowadays in football. It's a passing game anymore. Uh, I, I actually agree with Corbin. I think we have – Two 1,000-yard receivers. We have, of course, we're going to spread the ball around, and we have four NFL-quality receivers that, that's going to get a ton of yardage. Uh, injuries are going to play a, point, a part in that as well. Uh, we don't want to see any injuries, but they're bound to happen at some point or another. Uh, I, I, I like 
we may have a thousand yard receiver and a thousand yard rusher. I can see both a receiver yeah. and a rusher. Um, how many will uh, Joe Milton have rushing this year? That'd be a good question. I think he'll have yeah. quite a few. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard with this. Not not necessarily the offense because Tennessee did in all their wins they averaged like 170 rush yards last year. So I'm just gonna call. It, I but think when you've got this many good running backs, mm-hmm. it's gonna be hard to to spread the wealth. Yeah, I, I think uh, Thornton as well as Brew are both gonna have a thousand yards this year. All right, question number three. With the news coming out about one of the biggest sports movies of all time, The Blind Side, which side is telling the truth? Michael Orr or the Tooley family? The Tooley family. And I only say that because Michael Orr is he's just trying to stay relevant by this point. I wasn't a fan of him when he was playing for Baltimore. I'm not a – great movie. Uh it's not always 100% true in the movie, but then again, he's just trying to stay well of it. It's all he's trying to do. It's something to get his name out there because he's not in the NFL no more. You know, it, it's just like any any story. There's there's always two sides and then something right in the middle that, that's, that's more accurate than any of them. Michael Orr, uh, I agree with Corbin that he's just trying to stay relevant. Uh, he's made millions upon millions of dollars in the NFL, $22.1 million contract. Uh, you know, I – I hate to say this because I don't I don't know the guy personally, but when they're talking about a conservatory ship uh, versus an adoption, I've dealt with DCS where I work for the state, so I understand how difficult it is to go through the adoption process, uh, and I feel sad about the whole thing. It's it's kind of sad that 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 Michael Orr is putting a lot of fault and pressure on a family that brought him in and gave him the opportunity to not only go on to college to play, but let, let's be honest, if it hadn't have been for the Truly family, would Michael Orr have ever made it to the NFL on his own? And that's that's nothing against his athleticism, but they, they helped him give him that opportunity. It, it's a sad situation all the way around. He's had all these years to come out with this, but he's waited till now. So why? That's a good question. Is why now? It, I'd it, like to know why. Out of, why out, of, out of money, you think? And, and to use blackmail. I mean, he straight up blackmailed them. If you yeah. don't, if you don't give me fifteen million dollars, I'm going to tell something bad about your family. Uh, that's 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 pretty low. It's, it's pretty wild. I w- Did y'all see Hugh Freeze's comments on it about he loves Michael Orr and the two? He's like the Tilly family are good people though. Yeah, I will say this. You remember uh, Sean Tilly, little brother in the movie? Yeah, he actually went on to play to educate the people to play Division One college basketball for Loyola, Maryland. Oh, really? Yeah, in the MAAC conference. Oh, okay. He, uh, it's about, heck, about eight years ago now, but he was actually pretty good for him. You know who's blaming all this more than Orr and Moore and the Truly family? That's Hollywood because uh, that's, that's where the scumbags truly are. Yeah, something just shady about the whole situation. So both of y'all are on the, on the Tooley family side, correct? Correct. And I said it first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question number four. If you had to pick two more teams to join the SEC, you had to. Had to? Had to. Who would they be? Oh, wow. That's, That's a good one. That is a good question. Uh, I'm going to start with Florida State. I think Florida State brings name recognition. Uh, and geographically, it fits into our model. Uh, I don't like the SEC expanding – too far north or too far west. So that would be one that I would pick. Corbin, you get to pick one now. 
I'll pick Clemson just to shut all them damn people up that's all these Clemson fans saying, oh, we're better than you. And I'm like, you play nobody. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, we could win in the SEC. I'm like, no, no, you couldn't. You could not win like you do in the ACC and the SEC. And I'd like to see that happen. All right. Since Corbin went Clemson, I'm going to go the same direction, and I'm going to take North Carolina, and not just for football, but North Carolina basketball as well, That's bringing them on into the SEC. Uh, uh, geographically, they fit. Uh, and that would be the other one. Now you get to pick another one. Uh, let's see here. Who would be a good one to come in the SEC? Uh, I'm trying to keep them close. Virginia Tech. No, I'm trying to keep them. I'm trying to keep them close because one thing that's pissing me off right now mm-hmm. is these teams are joining. Like you got like Stanford going to go to the ACC. That yeah. means they have to travel all the way across the country to play a team, and that hurts the fan base. And that mm-hmm. does not hope hope football. Imagine the baseball team. Yeah, the base. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Or the or the you gotta go play a series or you know or a golf team or something yeah. like go from California all the way like North Carolina to play a freaking game. And get to a conference game, and you have to do that all year long. That's a lot of money, time, investment. It's it's ridiculous. It's gonna it's absolutely killing college sports. Uh, but if I had to add one, I guess it would be uh, NC State. NC he said, State. He, he said North Carolina. I'll say NC State. The pack, baby, the wolf pack. That well, they, just, they usually play SEC school. We're baby. just robbing the ACC. It sounds like. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Actually, you know what? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh? Well, Pittsburgh. You just went way out geographically there. Yeah, they're not too far. They're about eight hours. It ain't like it's a 20-hour drive across the nation. It would, 40 be for, hour would be for drive. LSU. Question five. This is right up your alley, Corbin. Which beer brand is the best? We know. We all know Corbin likes Bud Light, so go ahead and admit it, Corbin. Corbin is a Bud Light fan. I didn't drink Bud Light before. I have nothing like I know that whole controversy. I don't. I didn't drink Bud Light before, so I didn't have to switch. <laughs> I tried for you. <laughs> uh, I drank Miller Light, so I love Miller Light. It's best beer they are. Unfortunately, I agree with Corbin. I'm a Miller Light fan as well, but but I do like Coors Light as well. And, Cor- uh, and that's water, son. And and I and I thoroughly enjoy local brews and and supporting small businesses and. In, in local uh, small breweries. We got the DeMoco Brewery right up here in town. It, it's great people and a great atmosphere. But Coors Light, dang um, Let us I'm know in guy. the comments who won the duel. We'll, we'll have our jersey countdown, then we'll announce. You could have said Bush Light. That would have been more acceptable. Bush. Bush Light, baby. Or Bush Heavy. Uh, we got a couple people asking about the Fantasy League. Yeah, this, just DM uh, me or Spur or whatever, and we'll point you in the right direction. Uh, Dennis says, you're wrong. Penn State's on the same side as Michigan and Ohio State. Well, I thought. Are they? Um, yeah. Landon says, Penn State has a better chance than Utah. Uh, Devin, what's up, man? Devin on Facebook. He says he wished they'd give him a cut of that money. The uh, the blind side money. Yeah, we'll, we'll take we'll take our royalties. Correct. Yeah, Landon says uh, nobody understands how bad it, or how hard the SEC is till they get here, which I agree. James says you two are more like tag team champions. Yeah, y'all gotta. We we agree a lot got, today. He, he agreed every time I said it. He agreed with. Me. <laughs> <laughs> He's just looking off your paper. I think. I don't even have uh, no notes. We, we we didn't take notes on these. This was off, uh, this is off the hip too, guys. So. De- Devin says he'd love to see Appalachian State. 
Uh, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. That'd be interesting. In the SEC. Uh, hey, I'll say Appalachian State has like the most beautiful baseball stadium. Oh, in it's, the yeah, it's especially know, to, fall. To expand on that question and pick some other teams, I I wouldn't mind to see a uh, West Virginia. Uh, in that's, the SEC or that's, that's, a, what, ja- that's, that's what James just said. West Virginia would be good. That's a fan base that can be pretty aggravating, but I have nothing against West Virginia. So, Jamie says, uh, bring back Georgia Tech and Sewanee. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Uh, Heck, Tulane has more yeah. SEC championships than yeah. Uh, bring South back Carolina. Tulane. They got more than yeah. South Carolina. Who? Who? There's a couple teams I think that Arkansas's uh, won. Jamie says no winner. Valdetti gets the be- gets the belt. Uh, Blake says, "Who's your breakout receiver this year?" I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with Ramel. I've, I've been on the Ramel train. I'm gonna stick with Ramel. I think Ramel is going with with Thornton. Yeah, Thornton's safe. I mean, they, yep. they say he's Ramel. Ramel. I just like. I love Ramel. Let us know in the comments who you think won the duel. We're live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be right back. We've got the Jersey countdown. Um, and then we've got some giveaways coming for you. Do you have dreams about what your property could be? Whether it's driveways, ponds, septic, new home construction, or even forestry mulching, let us earn your business and make your property dreams come true. Call Premier Excavation at 865-766-9408. You can also find us on Facebook or Instagram. Thank you for supporting small businesses that support you. Again, that's Premier Excavation at 865-766-9408. And we're back. Next, we've got the Jersey Countdown uh, presented by DM Fence Company. Thank you, Ted McKinney, for sponsoring this segment. Um, we're currently on number 14, but we're going to break it down from where we left the show the last time. Um, after... After the Jersey countdown, you know, during the season, this is going to be our keys to the game segment. So, number 23, start us off, Spur. Number 23, Jersey history. I took Prentice Wagner, who wore a jersey number 23. Uh, he played several games, 50 games for Tennessee. Uh, uh, had three touchdowns on his career. Uh, I recognize the name, and it's one I went with. Had Tommy West uh, played 1973 to 75. He was a tight end. He was an all-SEC player. Had 537 yards receiving. He also played Tennessee baseball for uh, 1974 to 75. Had a .305 average. And back on Wagner, you know, he, he was a defensive player who had three uh, touchdown interception returns and 113 tackles, uh, uh, seven tackles for loss, many sacks, nine interceptions. He forced several fumbles. So that's why I took Prentice Wagner. Yeah, it's a, it's a good pick. I'm going to go with the the newbie. I'm changing it up. I'm going Cam Selden, true freshman, 6'2", 222. Overall athlete, just play anywhere on the field. Um, he's young, but y'all are going to see a lot of Cameron Selden this year. He does not look like a, a true freshman, man. He's he's a beast. Four-star, um, he was the number three overall athlete in the 2023 20, class. So yeah, you just just everybody better know that name. Number twenty-two. I went way back into the depths of the Tennessee archives, and I picked uh, Frank McCroskey, who played for Tennessee back in nineteen fifty-two and nineteen fifty-three. So we put we need to remember some of those that's come from the past. 
I had Charlie Davis played 1983-86 defensive back. He had 234 all-time tackles. I'm going to go Richmond Flowers, played from 1966 to 1968, a three-time uh, All-American. That includes track, where he was a track star. He was drafted by the Cowboys, uh, second round, five years in the NFL, number 22, Richmond Flowers. Number 21, who you got, Spur? Took Jalen Reeves Maven. We talked about the, that's the a really, 2016 that's a really team good earlier. Uh, he was perhaps one of the best linebackers in the last, I don't know, two decades at Tennessee. Uh, tallied 149 solo tackles, 240 total, 27 tackles for a loss. He had eight sacks, uh, interception. Uh, just a fantastic athlete on and off the field. I have uh, Stanley Morgan, played 1974 to 76, wide receiver. Uh 557 receptions for 10,716 yards in the NFL. He's in the Patriots Hall of Fame. Speaking of 21, you talk about how good Maven was. Man, that, like, we got screwed on them three linebackers. A.J. Johnson got screwed, yeah. and then Kurt Majette got hurt, uh -huh. and then Reeves Maven. Got, man, them's like just three elite linebackers. That Absolutely. Just, anyway, number 21, I went with Heath Shuler. Played from 1991 to 1993. Heisman Trophy runner-up. All-SEC. SEC Player of the Year. Um, numerous passing records at Tennessee at the time. I'm not sure if he still holds them or not. Uh, First-round draft pick. Played for the Saints and the Redskins. Who do you have for number 20? I went a different route on number 20, and I took not necessarily for his Tennessee stats, but I chose Gary Rankin. Uh, played from 1972 to 74 for Tennessee. But I chose him because he's got 13 state championships at Alcoa High School as their high school coach, the most in Tennessee history. That's a great pick. Travis Henry, former running back. Right there on the wall, yep, baby. Yep. I love Travis Henry. Um, that awesome jersey. Won the championship with us in 98. I'm going to go another current player. I'm going to go Bryson Eason, redshirt junior uh, from Memphis, Tennessee. 6'3", 310 pounds, defensive lineman. Hearing his name a lot during this fall camp, and I think um, he, he's you know he's made a lot of strides, and I think we're going to see a lot of Bryson Eason. So give me Bryson Eason at number 20. Who's your number 19, Spur? Seems like I went defense a lot this week, but I chose Daryl Taylor. Again, right there on that 2016 team. Uh, he was a freshman then, but uh, played Tennessee from 2015 to 2018. Uh, he had 118 total tackles. Uh, 19 and a half sacks, uh, uh, a great linebacker again. I had the same player. Um, you was post take notes. Oh, yeah, I, take notes. I mm -hmm. sent the I sent the players before you did. But, I uh, think we were doing them at the same time. <laughs> but it don't matter. Uh, he was a uh, team MVP in 2018, and he currently plays for the Seattle Seahawks in the NFL. I'm gonna go Jeff Francis, a quarterback from '85 to '88. 5,867 pass yards. Um, it's great numbers. 31 touchdowns. Um, in 1988, he was the Vols' all-time pass leader. 1985 SEC champion. Um, 1986 Liberty Bowl MVP. Is that the same Jeff Francis that's on the radio? I'm pretty sure he was on the radio, okay. yeah. Yeah, pretty positive. Who's your number 18? Again, I went defense and went with Nigel Warrior. Yeah. Played Tennessee from 2016 again to 2019, and he amassed 229 total tackles in, in a sack. He also had five interceptions and uh, several fumble returns. I had Jason Crone. Uh, played uh, 
2013-2016, both tight end and wide receiver. Had 816 yards receiving and six touchdowns. Played four years in the NFL. He was very good. He was very good. Um, okay, next – or sorry, my bad. 18, I'm going to go Dale Carter, 1991. I can hear John Ward's voice mm-hmm. on them highlight videos right now. You know, this Dale Carter, two-time All-American, only All-American to wear number 18 as a Tennessee volunteer, also a great kick returner, uh, just a beast, man. First-round draft pick, NFL defensive player or rookie of the year, two-time All-Pro, uh, four-time Pro Bowl. So, Del Carter, who's your number 17? And I went with a backup quarterback, Will McBride, at Tennessee from 17 to 18. Uh, you know, he was on the sidelines most of the time, but – he did have 17 uh, completions for 152 yards and in a touchdown. He also ran the ball 18 times for 70 yards back in the 2017 season. Have the man that led us to the national championship in 98, uh, T. Morton. Uh, Don't get enough credit, in my opinion. So many people, if you used to ask uh, like 10 people, you say, probably seven or eight would tell you Peyton Manning won us that championship. You know, it, they don't realize that it was T. And, Martin. Yeah. But he had an outstanding career, 4,592 yards, 32 touchdowns. He's still – he's coaching now in the NFL, uh, quarterback coach for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, Bobby Dodd, quarterback a long time ago, 1928 to 1930. Um, Vols were 27-1-2 uh, with, with him at quarterback two-time. All conference. He was an All American. Give me Bobby Dodd, number seventeen. Number sixteen, Spur. Who do you got? I went. We're at we're at sixteen. I went with the one, the only, Sterl the Pearl, Sterling Hinton, uh, quarterback at Tennessee, but probably more known these days as the DJ for the Vols, uh, DJ Sterl. Uh, he's a friend of mine. I saved his life before. He doesn't realize it, but I did. He's in a wrestling ring. Uh, told him about it a few few months ago. But Sterling Hinton, uh, without a doubt, a legendary Vol for life. And I love you, Sterling. Got Peyton Manning. Who? Peyton Manning. I never heard of him. I, I didn't figure anybody would. <laughs> he just had 11,201 yards <laughs> passing and 89 touchdowns. That was it. Yeah. 2017 Super college football Bowl, Hall of Fame. MVPs. Yeah, I never. Uh, yeah. What a terrible pick. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you pulled that out of your butt. <laughs> uh, I'm, I had Sterl as well, but um, me, he had four bowl game wins, you know, while he was there. Liberty, Peach, Cotton, and Sugar Bowl. Um, back-to-back SEC champions. Like you said, just a great DJ. I will throw another 16 out there, though, since we both had that. I'm going to go with the Swamp Rat, Dewey Warren. There we go. Uh, number 15, who do you got? Jawan Jennings. Jawan Jennings probably gave me one of my top five all-time moments of Tennessee history when he went up and caught that pass from, from Josh Dobbs in the Georgia game. Uh, I'll never forget standing there with my arms over my head and just disbelief that, that Eason threw that Hail Mary just seconds beforehand. And, and I didn't say a word the entire time after the Georgia Hail Mary. I was just in shock. And then then here comes Josh Dobbs out and he – he throws that Hail Mary, and Jawan goes up, and I can still see him catching the ball and yeah. coming down. And when he lands, Josh Palmer's reaction when he jumps up in the air was my exact reaction in my <laughs> room. Because I jumped up and, and pumped. I said a few choice words and 
ran through my living room several times like Butch Jones did on the field. I had a uh, Jim Bob Cooter, uh played uh, 2004, 2006. Backup quarterback, but went on to start uh, coaching career as an assistant. His coaching career as an assist, grad assistant started with Tennessee, which has uh, led to him coaching ever since then. Boys currently at now with the Indianapolis Colts as an offensive coordinator. Yeah, uh, I remember Fulmer back in the day was talking about Jim Bob. This mm-hmm. he said he's one of the best offensive-minded players you know that, that he's ever been I around. Mean, I, I had Jim Bob Cooter on my list of being a potential head coach for Tennessee at, at one point. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Fifteen. I'm going another current player. I'm going Brew McCoy, baby. Brew. They're uh, not booing him. Yeah, uh, red shirt senior, 6'3", 220 pounds, huge piece to this Tennessee offense. Last year, first year in the system, um, he had 52 catches, 667 yards, four touchdowns. I think Brew McCoy, um, I think he's going to be on the Blenikoff list. I, I, I think, think you're right. I think he's going to be huge. Um, we're 14 days away. We're who's, 14 days away. Who's your number 14? Uh, we, you know, we don't talk about – you know, backups a whole lot. But I did go with a backup quarterback, and I went with him because he's a Knoxville Catholic standout quarterback who went on to, to be a backup at Tennessee at Zach Janzik. And uh went with him because, well, he may not see the playing field very much in, in his playing days. Uh, having someone on the sidelines and in, in the backup role is sometimes just as important to, to fill his gaps in practices and everything else. And he was a fantastic quarterback at Catholic High School. I got Cedric Wilson senior wide receiver and uh he do, he's done something that not a lot of players can say they've done he's went on he's won a college football and an nfl championship i'm gonna go with this guy i don't know if anybody's really heard of him or not but um i'm gonna go with eric berry nope. um, <laughs> defensive back from 2007 2009 one of the best defensive backs not just in tennessee history but college football history um, two-time All-American, Jim Thorpe, uh, award winner, which is the nation's top defensive back, fifth overall draft pick, all-pro defensive back in the NFL. Um, man, if he didn't have cancer, and I mean, he tore his ACL too, but I just wonder what he could have done if it if it wasn't for cancer. I mean, what, you know. Cancer sucks. Yeah, it's just what could he have accomplished. Um like I said earlier, this segment will be our keys of the game segment during football season, which when that starts back, which is right around the corner. Um, 14 days. Hit some comments before we go to Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other. Um, James Fair says Peyton got robbed for the Heisman. I think we all agree with that. 100%. History repeats itself, too. Yeah, history does repeat itself. Uh, Hennon belonged in New York. Um, I could see him not winning just – because he didn't get to finish out, but he belonged. He, he deserved to be on the stage. He should have been on the stage at least. Um, Chris Johnson on Facebook says Eric Berry was a beast, 100%. Um, all right, we'll be right back. We're going to play Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other. Then after that, we've got our giveaways. So make sure you share this out with your friends. We're giving away Tennessee tickets, um, giving away gift cards. We've got stickers. We've got baseball cards, football cards, giveaways coming up soon stick with us ladies and gentlemen it's your man here the spank like myself dnm fencing are the best in the business today they can install wood chain link vinyl picket composed metal 
barbed wire. Heck, bring them bamboo sticks, and they can install them things for you too. DNM Fencing, do it right the first time. Their numbers are 865-435-4515 or 865-387-1026. Give my friend Ted a call today. That's DNM Fencing. All right, and we're back. Next, we've got Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other, presented by CND Tire in Oak Ridge. Uh, I'll pick five crazy stories, the headline, and then Spur and Corbin are going to guess, based on the headline, which state that that happened in. Um, yeah, let's, let's get going. Let's, let's do it. Um, number one, man arrested. This is probably pretty uh, pretty easy. Man arrested for trying to get alligator drunk. Alligator drunk. Man arrested for trying to get alligator drunk. I don't know how you tried to get alligator drunk. I might as well go with Florida because I mean, it's always Florida on here. Well, Give me Florida. I mean, you know really how Florida. easy it was? Just Google Florida man and what pulls up. Yeah. You going Florida too? Might as well. It's alligator. It's going to be in Florida. Palm City Beach, Florida. Uh, Timothy Kipke, I guess how you say that. 27 years old, allegedly fed some beer to an alligator after his pal caught it with his bare hands in Palm City. Uh, the reptile apparently wasn't a fan of the booze and bit them, and uh, both men were later arrested. We've got some Alabama jokes real fast. What does the average Alabama student get on his SAT score? Don't look at me. I, I barely know what an SAT score is. What does the average Alabama student get on his SAT score? A negative. Drool. Drool. <laughs> <laughs> and then my next one, you might have heard this one. What does a maggot and an Alabama fan have in common? Never heard of this one before? No. Uh, Alabama. What does a maggot and an Alabama fan have in common? They can both live off a dead bear for 20 years. Oh. oh. <laughs> I know some more adultish Alabama jokes I probably won't say on this podcast. I've got a few more on here that I'm going to throw yeah. out there over the next couple. We can make that a segment. We can make it a dag joke segment. Make it a segment. segment. Yeah. yeah, we might change change that up. And All right, number two. Woman charged with punching through a McDonald's uh, window over chicken nuggets. Hey, now, don't mess with my chicken nuggets. I feel her pain. Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other woman charged with punching through a McDonald's window over chicken nuggets. I could see this happening in somewhere like Atlanta, Georgia. That's other. It is other. It's uh, East Toledo, Ohio. Uh, Melody Duchesne went to McDonald's. She asked for chicken nuggets. They told her they were not available. She became very angry and punched through the McDonald's window. I think I've wanted to do this I mean, over their ice cream machine before, but never over chicken nuggets, I don't I think. Mean, it's, it's the best thing McDonald's has are chicken nuggets. No, McChicken. <laughs> McChicken. Same thing, just mayonnaise and bread on it. Right. McChicken, and you, you add... You make this a question, what's you, better McDonald's? <laughs> you, you add that hot mustard to the McChicken, too. You, you take the barbecue sauce and the ranch, and you mix it together. No, you make don't that do that. Yes, no, you do. you don't. This is more of a dual question than the, than the dual was. <laughs> 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 All 
All right, number three, drunk man tries to use a taco as identification after his ca- after his car catches fire in a drive-thru. Sounds like me. <laughs> yeah, I thought I kind of thought about you whenever I read this. His ID is a taco. Drunk man tries to use a taco as his ID after his car catches on fire in a drive-thru. Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other? That sounds like a dumbass in Alabama. Uh, Georgia. Just to say, I did have an incident one time. I was a little intoxicated and kind of backed into somebody's uh, vehicle, and he's from Canada. Don't uh, admit to it to you. uh, (laughs) I kind of backed into somebody's vehicle. (laughs) And uh, I I went up to him, and I was was a bit intoxicated, and I was like, uh, you do have a green card. Like, you ain't going to get in trouble, are you? And he's like, what the heck are you talking about? I don't need a green card from Canada. (laughs) Uh, This happened in Florida. Matthew Faulkner tried to use a taco as foreman's identification after he fell asleep in a Taco Bell drive-thru. And his car caught on fire. Uh, the man was obviously arrested. You have to be like stupid, stupid drunk to to do that. Like, well, clearly they found his name out. You know. Oh yeah, they they they, they found that ID. All right, last one. Man throws rock through Alabama. Oh shit! I messed that one up live. This was gonna be good too. Well, just read the story. It's in Alabama. Damn. Well, it was funny because it's Morgan County, Alabama. And I was gonna uh. say Morgan County, and then you all was gonna freak out. Yeah. Morgan County, Alabama. So I work at the road department, and we get these phone calls sometimes from these people complaining about their roads down there. Like, you ain't you said you was going to come fix this road, this and that, and it, they're like, it's over here in, like, Tanichti Street or something. And what, my secretary at work is like, ma'am, I don't know where that road is. We don't have road name there. <laughs> where you calling from? Alabama. Morgan County? Morgan County where? What state you live in? Alabama. Honey, you got the wrong phone number. <laughs> you, you got us from Morgan County, Tennessee. Oh, that's funny. Roll Tide. Yeah, uh, his man throws rock through police station door and then walks in and just asks to be arrested. Morgan County, Alabama. Uh, you know. A 45-year-old Jason Michael Anello of Somerville came up to the jail lobby, picked up a rock, and smashed through a window and just asked to be put in jail. That sounds to me like he was just trying to get away from a crazy girlfriend or something. <laughs> yeah, just take me in, boys. Just take me. Please take me. Uh, James says Spank is a dual winner. Uh, he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> Spank? That's he, what he said. He got whooped too bad by Coke Kazana last week. He's uh, Spank paying people to get in the comments, you think? And, Spank, and vote, is, a, and vote Spank is officially fired from wrestling. I even got a vote. But the winner of this week's duel goes back. To Corbin, yeah, according to the, according to the voters. All right, I'll give you this up. That way, I can come back and take it again next week. The greatest of all time. Thanks to all my fans, she's <sighs> all beautiful people. I'll get naked at somebody's wedding one day. <laughs> I got, right. you know, Corbin. I just, you know, it was so heavy to carry around. I, I felt bad for you, and and you know, I know that that, that belt means the entire world to you, and and I I've just been so heartbroken the last couple of weeks carrying it so long. I, I just feel like I needed to. To, to to lessen my dual appearance this time and, and make sure that you got it back to make you feel better, buddy. I'm the three time, you know, three time champion over here, Woo! balls deep champion. I do give to charity and, and and I felt the need to 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 give it back to you this week. 
By the All way, right. I'm taking it back next week. All right. You can't keep it long. Nobody's next, getting this from me. we've got two giveaways. We're going to do a trivia question, and we're giving away Alumni Hall $25 gift card. We're giving away some baseball tickets, some vintage Tennessee football tickets, and some decals. And we're also going to give away Tennessee versus Virginia season opener football tickets, four rows off the field. That's a drawing for the ones that entered. So stick with us after this short commercial. Uh, thank you, CND Tire and Oak Ridge, for sponsoring that segment. Hey, y'all, it's the Vol Daddy. The CND Tire Pros are your go to experts for nearly all of your vehicle needs. Located in the heart of Oak Ridge at 164 Fairbanks Road, they've got a 4.8 out of 5 star rating, and that's very hard to do in the tire business. Tire installation, wheel alignment, wheel balancing, tire rotation, tire repair, brake changes, oil changes, hell, they'll even paint your back porch. I've known Zach since he was in diapers. We went to church together. We went to school together. We played football together. And he's been changing tires since he's been in diapers. Give them a call today, 865-483-7455. Like them on Facebook. That's C&D Tire, 865-483-7455. All right, and we're back. Let's do some, let's do some giveaways. Uh, first one in the comments that I see will be the winner. So the trivia question is, which Tennessee football player is the only three-time All-American? Which Tennessee football player is the only three-time All-American? Get your, get your Google machines out, people. Yep, Google it because ain't nobody going to guess it. That's a hint, by the way. Ain't nobody going to guess it. <laughs> How many we've got? I've got so many different streams going right here. Oh, we got some storage. Kelsey says uh, she loves the duel. Corbin Baby. Who said that? Uh-oh. We got a winner oh, already. Yep, yep. Kelsey Slavin won. It is Bob Suffrage. Good job, Kelsey. Good job. That was a quick one. That last one, it went for a minute. People was, you could Google it pretty quick. People was... Uh, so, Kelsey, thank you, man. You won. Uh, message me on. Uh, James was a little late. I got James in. James got in there, too. Got in there, too, but he, Kelsey got it before he did. Yeah, Kelsey, message me on TikTok or, or whatever you want to do it on, and I'll, I'll get your address, and I'll, I'll get that sent to you. Um, yeah, Bob Severage was a guard from Knoxville, Tennessee. Played 1938 to 1940. 30-0 and during his regular season career. Crazy. That's amazing. <laughs> hey, gotta, gotta say thank you real quick to to Mark Avery for sending us some stars on Facebook. Oh yeah, every little bit helps. Yep, thank you, Mark. I appreciate it very much. Our right, next, we've got our drawing. So the last couple, what do you think? Months or two, three months, something like that. Now, if I draw my own name out of this cup, what are we gonna do? Because I'm one. I know my name's in there. It, yeah, your name's in there. Uh, I don't know. I guess you have to decide if you want to. You're all about you're all about some donations here Corbin, lately. Corbin's so. already won a belt today, so he doesn't need to win twice. I know his name's in there too. Because I'm the greatest of all time. Nobody can touch me. Not you. Not Spanky. Nobody. Uh, we had. You'll see again next week. Uh, it's too early in the morning for me to fight with you. So all you had to do is enter through my link to join the volunteer club. Uh, these are my personal tickets that I bought to give out to join the volunteer club. Ricky Wayne, if you're still in here, 
Here's your cup, buddy, that you that you gave to me. And how got, many, how got, many entries do you have names in here? We got 498 entries. Wow. So we're gonna give this a good shake, and I'm gonna have uh, I'm gonna have Spur close his eyes and draw one out, and we'll see see who the winner is. These are for two tickets. Tennessee, Virginia, Nissan Stadium. What's the value on them tickets? I don't know what they're going for. I, I, bought, them, I bought them pretty early, but the, four rows from the field in the end zone, so they are going to be great seats. They're yeah. going about 180 a piece right now at minimum. Okay. For the LC. You got, yeah, I've not looked. You're getting, it a, you're getting a $500 value. Bang. All right, close your eyes, Spur. I got you. Just get one. We got to do it right the first time. Uh, eyes are closed. <laughs> digging down in there and digging down in there. We got one name here. Justin Sperling. Just no wait, no, I'm kidding you. I have not won. Oh, I was about to I say that's some crazy luck. You wanna go ahead, Corbin? Greg Tilly. Greg, Greg Tilly. Tilly. Is that how you say it? Tilly, Tilly Tilly. Tilly, Tilly. Yep, Greg Tilly, you have won two tickets to Tennessee versus Virginia. And just to show the camera there, there is his name. It's Greg Tilly. So if this is you, we'll be getting in contact somehow with you. Pretty pretty good luck right there, 498 entries. Um, yeah, can't beat that. That's pretty good value for joining uh, the Volunteer absolutely. Club. That's some good tickets right there. Uh, we'll get with you, Greg. Congratulations on winning, and thank you to everybody who has signed up for the Volunteer Club. Uh, just know that, you know, your money is going to, to make Tennessee better in a, in a lot of ways. Uh, thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. We'll upload this on, on YouTube, and it'll be on Facebook for a while. We'll put it on all the podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, you name it. Uh, we'll see you all next week. We might see you twice next week. We're going to... Hey, uh Tonight we got the uh, Tennessee uh, Smokies is playing and it's Tennessee Tennessee uh, Day there. Sure is that? We're especially jerseys tonight to Smokies game. It's uh, first thousand fans get a Joe Milton bobblehead just to give a cheap plug to the Smokies. Y'all yeah, better not beat beat us in there. That's all I got to say. We yeah. got to get some bobbleheads. Yeah, we got to get there quick. Before we go today, I'd, I'd be remiss with not saying uh, to keep the Sunbright community in your prayers. They they lost a very special young man and football player this this past week. Yeah, it seems like this stuff just happens randomly, and it's always horrible it's when, it's it, always, when it always, does. Yeah, you know, it's, it's hard anywhere, but it's really hard in, in such a small, tight yeah. community. Yeah, you don't really see it that much when it does happen. It really, you know, hits hard. Um, but yeah, thank you all for watching. Thank you all for all the comments, and uh, yeah, we'll see y'all once or twice next week. Go Vols! Go Vols! Go Vols!